start of something new. This is another episode of Successful Comedy Podcast. Successful Comedy Podcast coming at your ear holes now. As you can hear, I am extremely high energy. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. You're going to Tunisia in a week. So your uh, boyfriend's gone. Yeah. He's in Tunisia now. I uh, waved my boyfriend goodbye today. And he's not going to be back into the country for who knows how long. Because he's going to go through the whole process of getting legal here. And today he finally went on the quest to uh, to fix it. So it was, uh, it, it was not emotional because I am going there in, yeah, uh, in, in, ten, in <laughs> 10 days. Yeah. So that was nice. I know I'm going to see him. It's only emotional soon. for like, I hope you have a safe flight. Yeah, that's shit. also and the thing because I hope you don't get arrested at the border. The first thing was <laughs> getting through customs in the Netherlands, of course, because who knows what's gonna happen. I don't know how because he they are. looks like Bin Laden. <laughs> no, he actually shaved. He shaved. He shaved. Well, good, not good completely, boy. completely good boy. Uh, bald, but he shaved. He's sort of groomed now. His shit was getting a little radicalist. Yeah, and he, and he had like a like a like, like one of those tourists. I know he likes on, metal so. and shit. Yeah. But that but, style doesn't work for everybody in this political climate <laughs> so if you got like a, a guy from uh who comes from a muslim background and and he's really into metal so he also rocks the long hair and the beard probably gonna cause some problems at the airport <laughs> versus the one who versus him being clean shaven and hairstyle like me but with like the top gelled up and shit yeah, you know yeah. like he would walk True. right through then you know but otherwise well to his defense he had just he always wears his hair in yeah. like a man bun a man bun well not really yeah man bun like so a, many compromises you make love it I hate man buns yeah. with, with white guys to be honest but with him well, it looks, looks super hot and it's, it's not on his on head on the top it's in the back people. like in his neck okay so it's not a man like a t- I've seen like it. the one we had with the Ari Shafir show, the guy that sat in, right in front oh, of me yeah, who with like the a fucking man. Bun. And I just I wish I had scissors, scissors, in, my, yeah. <laughs> scissors in my pocket to just do snip. him a favor. <laughs> yeah, it looked so gay. Like what the okay, not gay bad in a bad way, but like like retarded. Looked, no, not even <laughs> retarded. He looked like a fucking douche. Like yeah. a, like a, oh look at me, I have a little. Uh, it look, wasn't even a lot of hair. Okay, if we're you, going if off you are, here if now. If you but... have a man bun, you look ridiculous. I'm sorry, it doesn't work for no, anybody. No, no, no. It is the only the time higher... I think it looks okay is with uh, a black guy with a big ass dreadlock man bun. You know what I'm talking <laughs> on about? The head. Yeah, on the head, the giant thing, and then they put the hat over it, so it's just this weird ball hat, and it's like, dude, that under that so is ball hair. So uncomfortable. So they get much used weight. To it, they're closer. They're that much closer to God than you are. That's why they do it, man. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually true. I'm just <laughs> making it up on the spot, but it's just so stupid that it's probably true. No, my opinion with man buns is the higher it is on your head, the douchier it looks. Like if it's low in the neck and if it's like not even like a, a knot, I don't know how you say it, a, a bun, yeah, 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 whatever. But, but a tail. Yeah. I still prefer hair to be loose, but in certain circumstances, like in the restaurant and stuff, you should have it like in a little ball of hair. I in don't your have neck. the face for long hair. In my opinion, I don't know. I look a lot like my mom. You don't have she the has face long hair. for short hair either, so. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> You're gonna make some face jokes right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I'll got your clap back later on. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> let me, now, just let me, I just got to think ready. of one. So I'll let oh, it pop okay. up. You don't know what, when it's coming. What, you're going to say that I look like a 12-year-old fat girl? Up, okay. It's going to sneak up like a, like, like, a, like a prowler in the night. Like a thief in the night. Okay, sure. <laughs> no, but um, I've had these ideas a bunch of times when I was younger. Like, ah, maybe I'm going to grow my hair out. So it, like, it, was, it usually spawned from like, I have to get a haircut. Fuck it, I'll just grow it out. Let's just comb it differently today and just, and just, just, just try and train it to be mm-hmm. long. And one time I had my hair about here and then I just couldn't take it anymore. I, I Down to my chin, basically. Yeah. I couldn't take it anymore. Never, My hair has never reached my shoulders in my life. Yeah, that's the thing. You always have to go through that awkward in-between length no, that thanks. is just doesn't look good on anybody. I'm already awkward enough. I don't need that in addition, man. Like, uh, so, so props to all those like awkward autistic metalheads that do that shit because I've seen the photos of their uh, awkward phase as well, and it's like, wow, man, like, that's, that's dedication to the cause. You know, it's like the people that show up to school with Juggalo makeup on, like, <laughs> just you, or, or you, corpse you, paint or you something. Just ruin any chance you have of getting any pussy for the next four years. And that's how dedicated you, can, you are to the genre of music you prefer. Unless you're lucky enough to have an angsty goth girl that oh, is yeah, you, you'll into get you. Oh, you'll get some crazy girl pussy at some point. Yeah, sometimes you have to deal sometimes with that sometimes girlfriend who these, likes to cut herself or something like that. Sometimes you have these alto people at school or, or something that they happen to come in a set. You know, like they have this very crazy, awkwardly looking goth girl that is too thin in the, in the wrong places and stuff. And and then you have this fat metalhead dude that for some reason is appealing to her and then they just are happy together and experiment. But well, both usually settled. it's not the case. <laughs> well, they're usually both just like, oh, thank God, yeah. <laughs> someone. Will Thanks, fuck Satan. Me. Yeah, I'm I'm ripping on a lot of people right now, but I I don't, I don't really mean it. Metalheads are fucking nice, like most of them. Some of them are like crazy assholes, though. Like you got those guys. Mostly, yeah. You True. mostly see them at festivals and, and exactly. concerts and shit. You don't, like, see them hanging out with your friends and shit Yeah, like that's that. like, true. They just, like, I don't know where the fuck they come from, but, like, they used to be in the metal, but they just, like, drank too much, and then all their friends were like, fuck you, dude. And they ended up just being the crazy guy that buys tickets to go to concerts alone and be like, <laughs> Then, like, headbutt somebody or, like, knock out some chick or something in the mosh pit. And, you know, these kind of guys, they're fantastic. The metal community is just, if you're lucky enough, for all different friend groups, but you also have lone, these lone rangers, and they vary in craziness a lot. And on metal festivals, you just see them all together, and then you see what people share your musical interest, which is sometimes eye-opening. I think it's, I think it's more than musical interest, because I think... It's also know, it's a lifestyle the, in a sense, I guess. It was, it's 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 a lot of things. Like a lot of Mindset. a lot of the people come from like troubled places too and stuff like that. And that was one of the things that 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 Canadian guy that did the metal documentaries, the Metal Evolution or whatever it was called or whatever. Yeah, Sam Dunn, I think his name. Whatever. Yeah, that guy, the awkward Canadian guy. Yeah, he's super cool. I like him. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I love what he did with the whole. Yeah, you guys made me watch that, journey. and I watched the whole thing, and I was like, "This is cool," because it also doesn't feed me too much of the actual music, just information, and that's cool. Yeah. I like that because I can't really get into the music, and that's something that he touched upon too. Is that the other thing he said in one of those episodes was. Um, that most metal heads, like the people that are into it, like the people who f- are into it, like the, who's documenting the people, like metal, like the really into it people yeah. and stuff like that, almost all of them invariably come from like 
broken homes or like troubled things yeah, or the yeah, girls yeah. that are into it were raped and all this other stuff or violated and all this you know it's like <laughs> almost almost invariably almost invariably and and i might get some kickback on this and i don't really give a shit but, well it might but, it, it but must so, be nice to get get some response in general but yeah exactly so uh, please by all means if, if you disagree fight me let's hear it i want to hear it <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, it, but that's what was was said in the documentary like they actually you actually said that straight up. I remember that. That's what stuck out to me before, first. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Like, this is like, the like, not necessarily everyone who gets raped or everyone who got beat up by their dad as a kid or something, boy or girl, doesn't matter. They're not necessarily going to gravitate towards metal. But or, or the other have, way around. Yeah, that or people the other way around. Yeah, that exactly. That like metal are not necessarily However, like yours truly. who are looking for an anger outlet. So, like... I was never really an angry child, and throughout my life, I never really found metal cool. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I never liked it. It was just too like, ah, this is just Satan stuff. I stay away. I don't know. <laughs> it just, it wasn't even like I was scared of it. I was just like, this is, this is just too aggressive for me. Like before, I knew the word aggressive because I was little. You know, I was yeah. just like, ah, I don't like this. Like I never really dug it. There's been a couple bands that I think are cool, but never to the point where I would like buy their records or go to their shows or something like that. You know. Um, so I, I just never got into it, but a lot of people like metal because, it, like, especially in their in their teen years and stuff, it was like an anger outlet kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And that's fair enough, because that's a great way to have an anger outlet or an outlet for anything is through music and stuff instead of through, like, shooting up your school or something. So, you know, rock on. So that's awesome, you know, for sure. But I think that might be also part of why I don't, like, hang out with tons of metal people either. Because a lot of them are exactly like those, like, people that I knew in high school, but I say people I knew in high school, but I mean like when I was hanging out with teenagers and a lot of them still had that teenager mentality mm-hmm. and even like how they view relationships and how they, you know, like the, the, and, and like the constant fights and the, the, and all this other shit and like, like these kind of people. And, and like, I, I, I can't hang around with them. Like, that's why I don't go to the mines. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is basically a, a PSA for just don't go to the mines. <laughs> If you're me. I used to go to the mines all the time. And I uh, am kind of an incognito person amongst those crazy people. Because I don't view myself as a crazy in that sense. Like, I have not had that kind of fucked up things in my life. I mean, I had some unpleasant things in my life. Like, losing relatives to uh, disease or something like that. Everybody has shit like that. Exactly. So, so of course, I knew hardship in a way. But not like... My Which dad, if they were like uh, my dad fucked me when I was like three. You know, shit like. Your dad fucked you when he was three. No, no, I mean like the pe- people that go to the mines have shit like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's like I know a, a lot of people that go there frequently, and they have had. Well, they're a doing it. They're, they're looking to get themselves life. in trouble again. You know, that's what that is. You know, it's a risk thing. But you know, also, when, when some you... some kids that are from a from a. Uh, 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 good background and they want to rebel against that and yeah. then they go like yeah, yeah but they don't, go full, they don't go full throttle with it until they're too drunk to realize what they're doing or something though. that's the thing like they'll, they'll never actually go full throttle with it unless they're sociopathic um i know but some people lo- losing a, themselves as we speak but they have to be doing something along with it they're yeah. not just going to be like a sober person going to the mines like you know no, that's this the whole is thing. for me <laughs> they just get no. so blasted drunk and then get some good friends and every time they go there they immediately get blasted drunk and they make drunk uninhibited decisions and shit like that but that becomes the reason, whole reason for, like, like why you see a lot of, like, the abused kids and stuff hanging out at the mines is because it's thrill-seeking, it's, it's impulse, it's, it's bad judgment on purpose. Like, you're intentionally doing those things because you've been wired that that's the good thing because yeah. bad shit has happened to you. So you go seek out more bad shit. 
so you can have more of that fulfillment. It's just it just scrambles your fucking wiring up to to, to make you want bad things instead of the good things. It's, yeah. It's, to put it very simply, like that's what it does. You know. Yeah, the thing scrambles is, your shit up. Makes you sexual too early too. Like when when yeah, you're exposed to porno at an early age, or when you're uh when you're touched by somebody, or or even if it's by a peer, like another three year old, maybe they got touched, so they're gonna start trying to touch you because they're like, let's play doctor or some shit like that. Even that stuff also kickstarts hormonal processes that aren't supposed to be kickstarting yet and it's not like you go through puberty but your body starts understanding what like 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 little 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 kids humping shit and stuff like that you know what i mean like it's not excessively normal <laughs> do you want to hear a story how i almost raped now nah, well not raped but uh -huh. <laughs> yes. i kind of okay get this the mines was and maybe still is one of those places where you could get alcohol before 16 back when the legal drinking of age was 16 yeah and i uh, came there for the first time when i was like 14 something like that can they do, do kids still get away with that there is that I'm, i don't thing? know i'm not a kid i think they do well i think they do uh, probably it, it, yeah anyways and uh, one night i was always trying to belong like any teen but really in a shitty fucking way i had no friends really to go out with you know mm -hmm. you know you have these friend groups that, that go together and they hang out before and like i just went there by myself because i was the only one living very far from the mines everybody right. i knew from school and stuff they all lived in the city center or shit like that and i lived in fucking south oost which is the almost farthest away from the city center Anyways, I just went there and I tried to merge with groups, but they were usually already pretty fucking wasted because by the time I came there, uh, I, I had already worked a day at the butcher shop before and then I went out and everybody else just was already drinking in the Vondel Park since noon and shit. Anyways, there was this guy I really liked. He was there and we were hanging out and I knew... And I still know to this day, he didn't like me at all. He didn't want, even want to be near me, but he was <laughs> polite. He was super polite. So he just talked with me and when I sat with him and tried to like, hey, hey, hey what's up? Oh, like try to woo him in my 12, 13 year old shit. <laughs> and at some point I was, we were very, very baked and, uh, and kind of drunk. I always acted drunk, but I was not really drunk because I, I, Still cannot, but back then, especially cannot handle al alcohol at all. And I was sitting there, I was very stoned. I wanted to get a glass of water, but I knew if I stood up, I was gonna, I was gonna be uh, dizzy and, and faint. So I asked the guy, like, hey, could you get me a glass of water? I'm too uh, um, lazy. He's like, no, no, I don't want to do it. I was like, yeah, I, I will let you touch my boobs. Uh, I will let you touch my boobs if you get me a glass of water. And he was like, uh, no, thank you. And like, really, like, no, thank you. I don't want to do this. And But I persuaded him almost. Like, no, dude, nobody's going to see it. Just real quick, just touch my boobs. I really want you to... <laughs> Jesus. I know. It's I can't give this shit away. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Fuck. Like... Here have I, I already am. passed my prime? <laughs> <laughs> am I too late? 14, 15 years old? <coughs> okay, no, I was 15 years old. 
He was well. No, he was younger. I think he was fourteen. Okay, whatever. Maybe it's because he was fourteen. Yeah, exactly. That was the whole thing. He, Maybe I just it's just because like he was him. way too fucking awkward to even know how to respond to that shit. Exactly. That was probably. It. But he also don't, didn't like me. He didn't like me at all. I know for a fact. Yeah, but that doesn't really fucking matter for a guy. If if look, I'm I'm telling you, if okay, me being single, a single gentleman. I don't have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend, but let's just say in the scenario I don't have a girlfriend. If some, so if I'm at a bar and some girl is talking to me, talking to me, talking to me, she's like, just quick, quick, touch my tits, and she takes out her tits, I would be like, all right. Even if she's vile and, and, and disgusting looking. You're vile and disgusting looking? Well, I, okay, I, I Look, was if, if, not really. <laughs> I grew up like, uh, fuck, like a troll. I don't know. I was really, you awesome, showed really me that, ugly. You showed me that picture of you one time a long fucking time ago. It was when you lived at the apartment over there, uh, at the old shithole apartment. Yeah. You showed me a picture. You were showing me old ass pictures of Kuhn and his old band and stuff. And you showed me a picture of you uh, in a dress or something for a talent show you were gonna do or something like that. And my jaw dropped. Like first my jaw dropped. Like uh. And then you were like, yeah, I was like, this was uh, you know, uh, this is. I was like, who's this? And you're like, this was me. I was like 16 or something like that. And then my jaw hit the floor like the mask. A long time. I, th- I believe it was a green dress. I could be wrong. But she, I remember it. It was, it was, it was you like completely made up and in a, in a like, like I'm, at this point in my life, I had never seen you in anything close to a dress. You know, you've always been at this point in time. You're always rocking your jean jacket with bands sewn into it and stuff like that, <laughs> with, with studs or whatever. Not with studs, I think. Well, usually but, you see me in in like pajama, like clothes, or, or because you, we're you, hanging out at my but, house. But, uh, also, like oftentimes with uh, um. That marijuana sweater and shit like that. You had that pot leaf sweater? Yeah, it's hanging You over still there. have that pot leaf sweater? I still have it, <laughs> It's of retired, course. though, I guess. Yeah. It's retired. I've never seen you wear it anymore. I mean, it is retired, but it is like one of those very old, like Christopher Lee and, and, and st- kind of actors. I, they will do shit if they are asked. Sure, but if I, before I really knew you and could recognize you from the back of your head, when we were at the festivals, that's how I found you. With the, with the yeah, jacket. Yeah, <laughs> because you often were wearing that. Yeah, I was. Like, Boop! And I would like, see you from across the field like, there she is. Uh, <laughs> hey! Hey! hey. Jay? <laughs> Which is funny, because right off the bat, we were just bro bro just time. like, smoke weed. <laughs> That's how we met. Like, I was just hanging out. I was like, hey, you want to smoke weed? I was like, sure. And at the time, we were both in, and we were always are in, uh, in long-term relationships, both yeah. us. So it so was it never was, it was about... Ne- yeah, it never was, was like was single like, and looking either of us were exactly. ever. Exactly, we were just chilling. We wanted to chill where we were because we didn't really want to be where we were at times. Well, I kind of wanted parties. to be there, but I didn't know anybody. And so, like, I was like, I got to yeah, I gotta start talking to some people, you know? And, and I don't know who approached you. I think it was you who approached me about something. I think you needed a cigarette or papers or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And, and you were sitting on a super chill couch in the middle of, middle of a dance floor. And I was like, oh, that seems yeah. like a good place to roll yeah. a J. And there's a guy. You were wearing one of those weird flat caps, like those old men flat I caps. I found that flat cap. <laughs> flat cap? <laughs> uh, flat brim. No, that's it. The flat brims are those... It's one of those it's like old, the cabbie, old men. Has. Yeah, the old man. Old man, old, uh, old man like the, yeah. yeah. I had found it, actually, uh, outside my apartment from where I lived at the time. I don't know. Yeah. I had found it. I was like, hey, that's nice. I put it on. Those actually look okay on my head. 
You put it on your head right from the street? No, it was a very nice hat, brand fucking new, left on an Amsterdamatje right next to the bike rack. So this guy got his brand new fucking hat. Like, had a tag on it and shit. Like, it was brand new. Maybe he was going to return it or something, and he set it there while he was unlocking his bike or some shit and forgot about it. That's what that was. So, I was like, hey, free hat. I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> free hat. You know what I'm going to say? <laughs> you're, never, you're never too too rich to take a free hat, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I remember like that meeting very clearly. And at least just like the things around me and stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't remember. I couldn't tell you the day. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the time of day. Do you still have I, that hat? Possibly. Oh, fuck. Possibly. So that, that hat is your, uh, no. No, you know, the things that, I have a lot of sweaters and shit that I'll just wear like a cartoon character. So I'll just always be wearing that over sweater or something as cardigan or something. Or like, this has become, is becoming one of those. Uh, and, and, uh. I had probably some sort of zip-up sweater or something and some sort of jacket, most likely, because I think it was cold times when I was there. I think it was the spring, and it wasn't that nice out. It was early morning, too. Yeah. The sun was coming up at that time, so it was just cold. But there was a fire, I remember. There was a fire. There was a fire? Yeah, it was an outdoor thing. That's where we met, for sure. No, it was you, it was one of those uh, Lantje first you like original... You a back rub in exchange for weed or something like that. That was the first time we met. Okay, listen to me. Steve, listen to me. <laughs> I hope your dad appreciated that card, by the way. He did, he did. But he's, he kept saying that you misspelled listen. Yeah, <laughs> well, I spelled it right. Yeah, because you yeah. spelled it right. That's you awesome. Said, Steve, I, and he, I spelled it right because I didn't want to spell it wrong. And, and like, I don't like, well, want to rip on his fucking handwriting and shit and say that he doesn't know how to spell shit. You know? Well, like, he was ripping you on it. Like, this is not yeah, how yeah, it's spelled. I should have known better. You know, I should have just done it. I should have just went for it. Like, like <laughs> Are you worried about being too savage for my dad? Like my get, dad you know, is very savage. You should get a tattoo like right here, like him smiling, like with this, with this, with this missing tooth, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Just artist rendition of cutie here, like you should get that. Pun. You should get that note tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> Meatballs. <laughs> okay, let me just fill the listeners in on this. My, Steve used to work at the, uh, my family's restaurant, and at the, my dad would usually write notes about what Steve would have to do like on prep, work, prep uh, yeah. work or cleaning work. One day he wrote the uh, following note, and it is it is spelled how you would hear it. Steve, listen to me. Listen without a T. <laughs> yeah, L I S E N. And Steve was like. S T I V E. No, not even an E. Not oh, even it was just Stiv. Stiv. Yeah, it was just Stiv. S T I V. Listen to me. <laughs> Something about cleaning statues by the w- window. Yeah. But he spelled Boys window W O O I O D O. And then with like, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Trema, this? Oh, like an umlaut over the eye. An umlaut over the eye. So, vuiodo. That's somehow I understood. Yeah. And statues was like status. Statues was like the statues. Yeah, S E was called status, yeah. So, the statues by the vuido. By the vuido. 
And some, what was the else thing? Uh, Clean the statues by the Ruido. Steve, listen to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he writes in the note, Steve. Listen to me. <laughs> Clean the statues by the window. It should be like, read this. He <laughs> said, listen to me. The king to my like, family I just fortune. I like put the note down and I look around like... <laughs> I'm listening really hard. I don't hear him. <laughs> you hear him like... <laughs> yeah, when I hear him, he's like, Steve, listen to me. <laughs> this is the voice it. of God. <laughs> Greek God. <laughs> it's like, Steve, listen to me. Press play on this videotape. And you press play on the videotape. It's like, Steve, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> press play on this Walkman. And then you play, press play on the Walkman. Yeah, go in the back. Steve, <laughs> there will be listen to me. <laughs> like an old reel-to-reel tape recorder. Rewind it to mark 450 and press play. Everything is like very heavy accented that I forgot to do. I just add that in there with your imagination, folks. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, my yeah. dad is the reason I got into heavy metal. Your dad is a meme. I know, like, he should be famous. <laughs> he's one of those guys, he should have been famous actually, because he's super weird. Like, and well, uniquely people weird. People who meet him don't forget him, that's for sure. Yes, they do. He, has, he is a celebrity in his own way in the restaurants. Yeah. People come from all over the world back See to his him. crazy ass, yeah. Yep. You remember yeah. to see, when you sat there with your girlfriend next to this... Uh, group of uh, very loud yeah, Australian people and they were talking about my dad as if he's some 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 food shaman that goes to Greece every once in a while to roam the mountains he's roaming the mountains looking for flavors in in rocks and and herbs that grow well, under the rocks. What he is is the best salesman. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, like, he People just... buy it because he has that thick accent and he barely speaks Dutch or English or anything. <laughs> <laughs> he just... <laughs> so they're like, it must be authentic. Because like, he's like, he looks like he just got off that island and he's just like brought his food with him and this is it. <laughs> he sticks words together very uh, randomly. <laughs> and a lot of times people don't understand what he's saying so they ask him like, what? sorry, what? And then he just repeats certain words very loud in their face so, for example, when he's saying, like, uh, I don't know, uh, would you like a bag with that or something, but he says, says it in a very weird way, people say, like, sorry, what? You bag want? <laughs> <laughs> or in, in, he says, if people are done with, uh, with uh, <laughs> ordering, okay, anything else? What else? What else? <laughs> yeah, and what else? And with his eyebrows up really high, and like, and not looking at them, like looking down at him. And what else? What like, else? Seen him do that and a lot of times he makes jokes, but he doesn't yes, smile yes, with yes, them. Yes. He doesn't yeah. smile. Yeah, he just says the joke with a straight face. And we're like, oh. Is this what? guy for real? Or? <laughs> I like how he tells people that the octopus is alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And because because they the squeak, octopus. they squeak when you put him in the in the pan because he sears them a little bit like just in the, in the naked hot pan yeah. first and it just goes a little bit and he's yeah. like yeah it's a scream it's a scream <laughs> it's a scream and, the, and the, like the one woman I remember she was just horrified she's like oh my god oh my god yeah yeah I can't believe this honey he says it's hear vegans that's, too. that's it dying right now he says it to vegans and vegetarians too like yeah. hey look at this but it's he said it's vegan is that true like, yeah <laughs> Like that's the thing. Like when people don't get is his accent is th- he he knows he knows speak any language so good, 
But not even Greek. <laughs> not even Greek. He doesn't speak any language so good, but he's old school as fuck, so th- there's a reason for that. But he doesn't speak any language so good, but he understands it better than, you know. Yeah. Like, he re- like you can talk however you want in English. Like, I can speak to him like I'm talking to an American and he understands everything I'm saying. Yeah. I don't have to, like, simplify my words for him. Rarely. Rarely. Yeah, like, no, no. Yeah. Like, he understands big time. The replies are tougher. Also, a lot of times he's not really listening to... <laughs> if people are, are are talking to him and then afterwards he's like I didn't I didn't listen to a word this woman was saying but I was just looking uh looking at her. And that's what's great <laughs> about like having a language like Greek because like Dutch people don't understand Greek. It's rare. It's very rare, yeah. It's very rare. And if they do they're gonna show it off before anything is Exactly. They come in like Calimera Yeah, they're not gonna secretly know Greek. They're gonna come in and just like you know, just like and it's probably wrong. Like, there's probably lots of... It's like you're talking to an eight-year-old in Greek or something like that. Like, yeah. it would be like that. Like, or it's it's way too proper or something. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... It just seems like, wow, you got that out of the tour book or something? Like, yeah. You got your phrase book with you? Like, uh. mm. What the fuck else? Oh, I, I, I would like to go on a, on a brief rant. Yes, do it. Motherfuck. Um, so, I have... I've lived in the Netherlands for quite a long time. Yeah. Going on 10 years this year in September. Uh, and that would be great, by the way. That would be a party. That would be the 10-year party of me being in Amsterdam. So that yeah. would be a thing. Um, but anyway. When again? I'm sorry, what? September 9th. Okay, cool. I don't know if that would be the party, but that, that is my 10-year anniversary of being here. I've been here since 2009, September 9th. Oh, my God. All for Steven. <laughs> Don't put him so far away. <laughs> dick. Okay. So. Well, that's, that's the best spot. Oh, sorry. Okay. Now. I've had immigration troubles in the past. It's not uncommon for an American tra- uh, living abroad. Um, these days, I, uh, am, I'm, of course, legal and everything. But I, of course, have some immigration paperwork to file and stuff like that. It has mainly to do with my taxes. No big deal. However, if it's not filed, they can, like, terminate it. So, like, if you just neglect it, they're going to terminate your residence and stuff like that. So you have to be prompt with it. And I had a very expensive tax office do my taxes for me. Like, this, uh, it's like this opening taxes for starting my own business. And as an American, I have to have a Dutch person overlook it. I can't do it like you do and just start a business. Mm-hmm. I need to have an accountant to look it over before I even do start it, you know? Yeah. Uh, before they approve it so that's that's something i had to pay for and they gave me the digital files for it and uh that's fine and i submitted the files digitally but they're probably going to ask for the originals as well and they have to mail the originals to me from the tax office so they did like two weeks ago uh they took long as fuck to get it done anyway because there's three sheets of paper that they literally scribbled a few numbers on like Mm -hmm. it's really minimal paperwork it took them way too long i started it last year i got it a couple weeks ago (laughs) it was crazy it took forever um and uh so Finally, they mail it to me. It has a tracking number. It's signed. So that means that you have to have, it has to be like, this is addressed to me. So I need to have uh, uh, a signature and they need to see my ID to prove that it's actually me because it's sensitive documents to do with my immigration and personal shit like that, you know? Um, So PostNL has been trying to deliver this to me for weeks now. And we have a tracking number, and there was, like, on the tracking, it said, like, there's a delay. Okay, we've been calling every day about it. And they're like, yeah, it's on its way. It should arrive there uh, Monday. 
and then they say it again Monday, or then they say it again. It should be there tomorrow and stuff. And well, let's let's just it just keeps going like that for a while up until yesterday, when they're like the tracking. We called. They said like it will be at uh, the office depot by your house uh, after 3 p.m. today. So yesterday I went there to try and pick it up. Not there. All right, we call file a complaint because they said that it would be there and it's not there. We had to file a complaint with the driver because they don't have the package. They didn't put it there. And they're like, okay, we've made a note of it. Okay, great. Next day, still no package. They said, like, it should be there tomorrow then. If it hasn't, it just didn't get make, make its way over. It'll either be attempted to be delivered tomorrow or it'll, or it'll be at the office depot and they just found it and it's registered there. So check again tomorrow. I go there again today. <clears throat> still not there. Uh, according to my girlfriend, she said that they said it would be there for sure 100% today. Uh, it was not there. Actually, it was supposed to be there yesterday. It wasn't there. And we filed a complaint. Today, we call again and ask about it and blah, blah, blah. Mentioned that we filed a complaint yesterday and the day before. And they say, we have absolutely no note of a f complaint being filed whatsoever here. So that means these fuckers uh, not only have the shittiest postman, which we'll get into that in a second because it's affecting everybody in this building. Mm -hmm. Um but also, the people in the offices that answer the phones are also covering for them by not actually filing the complaints that they say that they're filing because they don't think you're going to call in and check in about it again. And this – normally, I wouldn't give a shit, and my package would arrive in a month or something like that. Usually, that's how it works. It just mm -hmm. gets lost for a month, and then suddenly it arrives magically one day. Like, what the fuck is this? Oh, oh I remember buying this. It happens to me a lot in this building. I never, never I never get something delivered to this building. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you have places to have it delivered that are better. I get it delivered to the restaurant. Never fails. Parents' house as well. It's a solid address without like 50 mailboxes and shit. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's a lot easier for these idiots to understand. So I go to the office depot and the guy there tells me, oh, I know your address. Your whole building has been coming in here complaining a lot. There's a huge problem going on with, with how whatever's happening there. And he said, what's the strange thing is you have another building right next to it that looks exactly the same, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, they have absolutely zero problems. <laughs> it's, it's, this building is directly next to ours. It's from the same company, and it's, it's an identical building. Yeah, but it's the just balcony flipped just the other way around. And, and the front door is on the other side, but it is an identical building. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's definitely part of the same complex, you know? And, and it's, it's, so it's like uh, kind of funny. But these guys are kind of screwing me. I had the digital files filed, so so the immigration has my information and stuff. So I can wait on this paperwork and stuff. But it, they don't know that, and they don't care. Like the the post doesn't know that or care. Like and it just it's just my thought was like wow, it's a tracking package and it's signed and it's that's a very expensive thing to go for for packages here. It's expensive. It's like twenty bucks or more mm -hmm. just to send an envelope, you know. So that's really pricey, and they've lost it. Uh, my girlfriend called today, and they've lost it. They said they cannot find it right now. They can't find it anywhere. And this is an extremely important document. This is the most extremely important document I've ever been mailed in my life. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's the most important document. Because and time-sensitive, too. Like, really time-sensitive. Can like, they I mail this it two again? Weeks ago. Probably. <laughs> you should try to speak to the manager about this. Well... Yeah, well, apparently we were talking to a manager, but who? It, it's, we have to go to the fucking president of the PostNL to figure this out, or or fucking call Ate Five on this, or or uh, call that company that that calls up factories and finds out how their bread is made, that claims it's organic when it's really not and shit. That company like. Yeah. That's a good show. That's a good show. I think they could tackle this problem. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's uh, I'm getting screwed by, and also so many times 
these people they leave uh, packages that are supposed to be signed. Uh, they leave them uh, in the vestibule downstairs, like the main entry after the sliding doors. Mm-hmm. They just leave them there yeah. at the entrance to the elevator. Packages like, yeah. with pe- stuff, products that people bought. You know, not just envelopes, boxes with shit. Yeah, it's fucked up. Instead of they'll just sign it themselves and just put it there, like fuck it. Not not even leave it with a neighbor. You know, I would be glad to pick up a package for my neighbor. I'm just happy to see that shit's getting delivered in this in this building. Um, I've had hundreds of euros worth of records just left leaning against my door. Don't get stuff <laughs> delivered to this place. I'm telling you, just get it to to a pickup point or something. Oh, we do. We do. We do. But um. But this has to be signed for personally. Some things, yeah, exactly. And well, that's that. It's it's now been rerouted to the Office Depot. It's supposed to go there. So that's where it's going to land. They're supposed to receive it. Um, it's crazy. They're very irresponsible. They fucking threw that shit in somebody else's mailbox or something, and I'll never get it. I think. Maybe you said put a post on uh, on the Facebook page. No. <laughs> I refuse to make contact with the Facebook page. That's just a bunch of whiny fucking bitches. <laughs> Those are. are all of the worst people in this building. All blobbing together like some gelatinous mutant. No thank you. No fucking thank you. No way. That's some bullshit. That's creepy. Uh, I think my girlfriend has even left the WhatsApp group. It is very busy. Yeah, yeah. With people chatting. Yeah, guys. <laughs> it was very fun to see a sample of our building on New Year's Eve on the roof. A sample what comes to our roof. Is Someone was like, we really need to be listening to Hey Ya right now, New Year's 2019. She brought a little boombox. And Abba. <laughs> and Abba as well. Abba at New Year's and afterwards Hey Ya. And I lit off fireworks and scared them all away. Yeah. You should have stayed. No. Nah. There wasn't that many fireworks. We were just chilling and having fun, smoking lots of J's. Yeah. Fucking hell. I can't wait to move out of this building, actually. I don't know about you. I just want to move to a better option. Yeah. Because I'm making it work. Like living in one room you don't apartment. Live, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. I I know what adjustments I need to make to make it better, but still I'm lazy. But I really miss having a balcony or something. Or like rooms. I miss Not having even. rooms. I miss having rooms. I guess, but I really miss having rooms. Like if I I'm if I have a dining room, I'm gonna fucking eat in that dining room. Yeah. From now on, I swear to God. No, I kind of like having everything in one room. Yeah. I just want a balcony to chill. It limits the amount of shit you can have, though. That's true. But you it also I mean? reminds me to not have too much shit. I already got rid of a lot of stuff. And my girlfriend has discovered that it's really hard to get a focus going when you have to do, say, schoolwork, or if you have to do, you know, if you have something that you need to do and you have to sit down and do it, mm-hmm. it's tough to do in this apartment. Yeah. Because you're surrounded by all your distractions and stuff, and if the house isn't perfectly clean, you know, normally you can just go into your office room Mm -hmm. where your desk is and stuff and close the door and you don't see the dirty apartment, you just got your, you know. Yeah. But, so there's that. So we have to keep it clean when we're trying to focus on shit, you know. Yeah, the thing is, for me, 
I only use my apartment to chill. I don't work here because I don't do work from home work. So oh, I mostly don't either yet. Yeah, well, you do your website stuff sometimes. I just cook every day and and after after work, like outside work and coming home, like I'm so exhausted that I don't feel like doing the dishes afterwards. Like I barely had the energy to cook the food that I ate, and I plopped down. And so now there's dishes to do. And so the next day before I get before I cook dinner, I have to do a bunch of dishes from yesterday. Mm-hmm. I basically do it that way. I hate that. I'm stuck in that loop right now and shit, and it's just like, uh, and everything's everywhere, you know? It's so easy to make the apartment a huge mess really quickly. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, because everything's everywhere. The next thing you're tripping over all your stuff, and I hate that. But yeah. So if you would move, where would you move to? Uh, I'm thinking I would like to get my license and then maybe just get out of the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can still work in the city, just commute. I don't give a fuck about traffic. No. Yeah, if you, especially if you want to buy or something in Amsterdam, you have to be I don't buy super Amsterdam. fucking rich. I don't even want to. Or, or the rent. city has broken or my heart even. so many times. Oh, really? The city is brutal. It has broken my heart so many times. Like... Like, also, like, the political stuff. Like, the more I pay attention to the things that happen politically in this city, it's also just, like, really, like, oh, God. This is not the place that people think it is. Yeah. Like, it really isn't. It is not this wonderful place that all you people from Spain and all these other countries and shit flock here to go to school because it's just so liberal and cool. It is not that. There's a lot of liberal people here screaming at a wall. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. So if you want to join screaming at the wall of a very, very right conservative government <laughs> then this is your place especially in the city because they're the city's individual politics is also very right mm-hmm. very um always on the side of the financiers always on the side of the financiers never like even though like we have a lot of laws to protect us from being kicked out of houses unfairly and stuff like that even when you paid your rent everything's paid up and stuff but they just decide you know what we're gonna we're gonna do this at the building now so you gotta get the fuck out you got three months you know like Shit like this, or like, with, and and they kick you out because they want to fix it up, and rent it at a higher price. <clears throat> shit like this, it happens all the time, and it's like it doesn't really work like that. But they're able to cancel contracts and shit mm-hmm. when when a big buyout happens of, of like a whole street or something like that. Then they're able to fucking do that shit. Then they say like, oh, once they get the grants to knock it down and build something new and stuff. And these are really big companies buying these things up, like Imira mm-hmm. and stuff. They have the money to fucking do that. It's all mafia concrete, all of it, every last fucking square meter of it is mafia concrete so every criminal organization is getting a cut of all these things yeah. those new buildings that were put in place at the slung building uh there was this really great graffitied squatted building that was here for many many years in amsterdam and uh the squatters fought to keep it but they were evicted from it forcibly and uh this is a couple of years ago and they uh tore the building down it had like this massive artwork it was four stories high that was absolutely beautiful that had been there for a very long time and uh it was a community center and uh i believe some people's homes but only like the really the real original people there it wasn't like a flop house or something like that like a small group of people lived there Mm -hmm. and ran the place and it was a community center where they held events and uh neighborhood kitchen things and stuff like that you know they tore that bitch down they didn't even preserve any of it because it was like really a cultural prominent thing highly photographed in tourism Highly photographed. And the one across the street from it that still stands at Frankreich, but they play ball. That's why they're still around. 
Um, yeah, because they bought they bought themselves. Yeah. That's why they're still around, yeah. But that's where the squatters fail, man. They it, don't have a business sense. Yeah. And that's all there is. They just want to hang out to and have a the good game. time. But they don't want to put in the administrational yeah. work or financial crazy it's shit. It's probably a little more than that. Like the ADM, for example, is a different thing. Like there is no buying that. That was like a... Yeah, that's like what a seven hundred million dollar plot of land or something like that. It's fucking extremely expensive. It's crazy. Yeah. Because of the prime location that it is, as well for like shipbuilding, which they're not even going to do. Like, they're what they're building is going. I guess I hope they fight this. They're probably not going to. It's not for the Adamers to fight. It's for people of the city to fight. That land. The only thing that it was allowed to be built and used as is a shipbuilding yard. That's it. That's all that there's a decree in 1971 that said that's the only thing that this can be. And it's a preservation of land resources and, and, the, and the possibility of returning their, uh, uh, returning to the, your previous shipbuilding activities, which used to be a huge income for the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So they put this thing in effect like, okay, we're closing down most of our shipbuilding. However, there's 40 or 50 locations across the country that we're going to decree they cannot become housing or something like that because then we would have to go through the process of kicking people out of those houses if we want to start building ships again. So it either is nothing or it's a shipbuilding active thing. And that's why Adam was able to stay there for so fucking long. But what's going on here is they're not going to make a shipbuilding thing. It's going to be like a sewage treatment plant for the stuff that comes out of ships. All the sludge, the oil and fecal matter from the crew and everything like that, uh, that's going to go for processing and stuff like that. After which it gets released into the water, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It is safe, though, technically. It's not for drinking, but it is uh, it is safe. Um, my girlfriend's study is in that subject. She told me a bit about it. Mm-hmm. But um, basically there are these things that are just like where shipyards are. The boats pour in and they and they dump off their uh, their excrement and their loads, which is a lot because they got like a thousand people on there. You know, they got a lot of people. And... Um, they're on the sea for like three months, so the bottom of the boat just fills up with poop, like just straight up. There's a part of the hole is just shit, and sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes they dump it. Like, ew. Not the Netherlands. The Dutch don't do that, but like fucking Malaysian ships and shit like that, like Philippines. Their ships, they do dirty shit out on the water, and and the um, um, what is it the. International waters and shit like that, you know, like that. That's you. You see, like the Koreans or like <laughs> those kind of nations and shit. They're dumping shit in the water when they're when they're because they have to pay to unload it. A lot of money too. It's like millions to do that, you know. So it's a money saving measure. <laughs> but yeah, fuck man. So this beautiful art community is being replaced by a shit treatment plant. For a possibly returning shipbuilding industry in the Netherlands, which probably isn't going to happen. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of shipments. Who's going to do that? Which one of these pansies here is going to fucking be building ships among our generation? But <laughs> how do they that? build the other ships? They're just going to bring, like, fucking <coughs> immigrant workers in. <coughs> which is what the Dutch do best. <coughs> <laughs> That's what they're going to do. It's not going to do anything for the Dutch economy. Well, it's going to do things for the Dutch economy, but nothing on the level that we're on. You know? Yeah. 
It's going to do stuff for the people, the economic leaders. We should it's not going to do anything for your pocket. It might even increase your taxes. Yeah. Yeah, because there are more people. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucked. Like, the more I think about that, the more it's like, man, I just want to get out to one of those calm, small towns, you know, that uh, isn't doing this explosive development in the middle of a historical city that, like, pretty much everything that's here is, like, locked down is, like, these buildings are, like, a thousand years old, so kind of, like, don't, don't. Don't knock them down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're crooked as fuck, but they're actually structurally sound. But that's the charm of Amsterdam and yada, yada, yada. But guess what? Amsterdam is not the only city with crooked buildings. By far. There's crooked buildings all over this country. And it's I mean, charming I guess, all over this country. but it's not our unique selling point or anything. What my question to you is, what is, what remains of the charm of Amsterdam? For me, I, I'm the wrong person to ask because this is my whole my. Birth yeah, it's it's your home, town. but like my birth town, I, I, like like, you want to ask me about birth towns because I was born in in, in a really shithole town in Illinois. Yeah, I wasn't, so I love it here. It's my it's my. It's but it's nice. shit here too. Like you pay out the, the ass, that... they kick you out all the fucking time. They treat you like nothing. Like even and you were born here, and you can't even you can't even get a place to stay. Like you used to have a nice apartment uh, by the Fumble Park. And you were paying out the ass for it, working hard for it, but you were making it work. And they just decided that you were out, because fuck it, I'm selling it. You're done. Yep. Yeah, and that cut your contract as well, right? Yep. Yeah, that's bullshit. That, in America, you could sue that motherfucker, because he got you kicked out of your home. But over here, you just got to fucking suck a dick. Now, wouldn't it be nice if you can get some restitution for that? Like, they had to pay for your Are next you place to fucking live? Are you saying I should have blown my landlord? I mean... <clears throat> no, he can suck I'm... a dick. You could You can make him suck a dick of your choosing. <laughs> make him suck a dick yeah that's uh strangely arousing but yeah and, and, and of your choosing <laughs> exactly yeah preferably someone else who needs to be punished and maybe they don't want to have their dick sucked by another dude so you can choose among these convicts suck them to, to have their dick sucked by this guy who just like sold your house from under you that's basically what he did he just pulled your house out from under you yeah. Like, no fucking social responsibility whatsoever, no fucking heart. No, the heart. thing was, he, he had to move too. He had to move in back with his parents. Okay. With his whole family. He but couldn't is, afford it anymore. Cool, but what is, why, where was your rent going? Because your rent definitely cost way more than, than his mortgage or whatever it was he was paying for owning the building. Yeah. It has to. My rent was 50. You paid your own bills? Or was it all-inclusive? I'm not sure anymore. I think all-inclusive. It was all-inclusive, so he kept the bills. Man, if I were you, I would have, like, I'll offer to pay the fucking bills myself. (laughs) No, well, it was... Yeah, that place was beautiful. It had super high ceilings and shit, and just... It was very beautiful, but I didn't put any work into it, because... You were working so much, but that was... Also that, but also... Iconic apartment, though. It was so nice. I apparently don't really like old apartments that oh, much. Wow. I, I, I prefer this, what I have now, like the more modern stuff, to oh, be not honest. Me, not me. I like your parents' house. Your parents' house is chill. I yeah, would li- If it. I had that house, I would live in that for sure. I would be happy with that house. Yeah, I hope they, uh, little... they uh, give it to me uh, <laughs> when they uh, die. They'll probably sell it for an apartment when they're older and they retire and they don't need they such They already a... were talking about it, but I was like, no, That's what, what a lot of Dutch That's people so do. That's so dumb. What the fuck? That's what our buddy Dane's parents did. They had, you know, you know where he lived? Have you ever been to his house, Dane's no. house? Oh, my God. This is going to break your heart. Well, not really because good for them. So here's here's what happened. 
a long, 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 long time ago when shit was not so expensive in Amsterdam, uh, Dane's grandparents or something bought this house, and it is the house that's right there on the Mauderport station. Between the station and that gym building, there's one fucking standalone house there. Yeah. With a fence and stuff. That was Dane's house. Oh, nice. He grew up in there. And, like, the, his his uh, dad had lived there a long time as well. It just was their house, yeah? And it was, they had remodeled yeah. it, so much stuff. And over time, Amsterdam grew up. You know, it got really fucking expensive and everything. That house is worth millions mm-hmm. at that point. Uh, eventually, once all the kids moved out, they are like, this is too much house for us. We want to get something smaller. They moved to fucking Osdorp. Mm-hmm. But a nice part of Osdorp. Because there, there is a nice part there. Oh, you have a lot of nice parts. There's there's nice parts where you don't have Huge to worry about... fucking houses, yeah, 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 200 yeah. square meters. Yeah, yeah they, but they got an apartment, though. They got something small over there. Something smaller for them. Uh, but really nice, nonetheless. And uh, I think they walked away with quite a lot of fucking money. Yeah. I mean, quite a lot. Like, apparently, like, Dane... Uh, like... I don't know if his parents had anything to do with it, but I'm sure they did, and, and that's not like it's a bad thing, but um, when he had, uh, he and his girlfriend, uh, I think now wife, uh, started having a baby, they moved out of the city, both of them, and they live in some farm town, I don't remember which one it is, but they got like a farmhouse. Oh, nice. Yeah, straight up farmhouse. I want a farm. Like, that's how I'd rather raise my kids. I don't want to raise my kids here. I don't want to raise my kids either in a city. Yeah, so that's that's why I'm thinking about getting out and just like because like look at what what his parents did like they got some shit way before, like I think I don't remember if they bought it I think they bought it yeah I think the, his parents bought it now that I think about it his parents bought it but a long time ago like let's just get this house that's by the station but uh, it turns out it's fucking prime real estate you know mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and prime real estate prime, dog prime real estate baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I already hate that guy. <laughs> that guy? Well, the guy you were doing, I That's hate Caitlyn him. That's Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Is it Caitlyn Jenner? <laughs> Did you just gender Caitlyn Je- Jenner? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I would like to apologize. I don't know any me. about... Uh, to be honest, I'm I beautiful. only know about this because it's being referenced in shows and stuff, but I don't know anything about this... Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner, dude. dude Jenner. That's that's at least a year or two old now, anyway. Kim so Kardashian, it really the whole that whole thing. I have no idea about it up until a few months ago. Being an American, you already kind of get fed it a little more than you do here. Yeah. So it's a little bit more publicly known, you know. Like we actually see it on the fucking news and shit like that in the <laughs> states, you know. Here, not so much. Nope. Here, it's only if you seek it out and you watch those shows specifically or something, you know, like, you have to be into it to get to it. But in the States, it's a little more in your face. Yeah. Um, but I look into that shit out of morbid curiosity. <laughs> like, it's just... And I, I think I had this idea. I, I think... What you see over and over is like the case of like these people who get rich and then they just blow it all, they get fucked or whatever, they just they're washed up, they're not like you know maybe the, and, and some people do well with the money they have and then they walk away, they're not really acting anymore, whatever famous one hit wonder or some shit like that, you know, but it's like I think the inflated they 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 have an inflated salary, which is no argument, you know what I mean? They have a really high salary. These types of people, right? These famous. Yeah. Okay, but that's because they're career has a serious time limit what do you mean 
well, their career has a serious time limit. Just think of this. Like, if you were going to treat your music career as your career, and let's say you only have one fucking hit, that is a very short career, but you made millions. So you should be able to responsibly walk away with that, with what you made. Yeah. And find another career, and don't blow those that nest egg that you've made. That's like this idea that I had. Like, it just seems like like there's there's very few that end up sticking around for 30 years. You know what I mean? There's very few. I mean, name you know, a few. There's, there's just name a few. Bruce Willis. Madonna. Jackie Chan. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, the movie side of it I'm not so good at, but for musicians, Christian like, I'm look at the Stones. Uh, no, Christian Bale's quite young, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's way too early. Uh, we, yeah, Morgan Freeman Lee, makes more sense. Uh, Christopher Lee, for sure, but he's he passed away. Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, um, he died famous. <laughs> Naked and famous. I don't know if he was naked. Though. Christopher Lee brought out a metal uh, a few. Christmas album for four or five years consecutively with, yeah, the, same, say... with the same cover every really? year, but with a different color of the background. Yeah. <laughs> Just him sitting there with a guitar on a, on, a, on a stool, motionless. With a guitar in his He doesn't head. even really play the guitar. He just goes... Yeah. <laughs> it's not even that great. I've listened to it before. I was thinking, like, oh, this will be kind of cool. Like, here we like, like actually yelling. Cool. The idea is cool, but the band sucks. It sounds way too clean, too studio. It sounds really shitty. It sounds like, it sounds like MIDI or something like that. It sounds like... You know what I mean? Like, it's all done with an iPad. The whole fucking thing. Like, that band is faking it. That's what it sounds like to me. Maybe the guitar solos are real, but the drums aren't real. It just sounds way too produced or something. Really sterile sounding shit, and then just him very awkwardly talking <laughs> or talking louder. It's and just it wasn't that great. Story. Like what I the way that the when I first found it, it was through some blog article or something and stuff. So I read it and then played a clip. But when the way that they were talking about it in the article, it sounded like he was like <laughs> like just doing like straight like. Like pig noises and shit, like like, like gore guts, metal, fucking horrible. Like like gore he was guts really. Gore guts is a ghoul band. He like like he was like 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 as if he was doing growling and and screaming and shit like that. But it's not. It's like him narrating the lyrics and shit and kind of singing opera a little bit. But actually, his voice isn't even that great for opera. It's too hollow. He does. He has a deep voice, but it doesn't have a huge boom and shit. Or maybe that's how it's mixed or something like that. But it just it just doesn't wasn't great. It wasn't great. No, but I just applauded him for doing it in general. Thanks for the meme, I guess, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> nice. It's nice that they uh, they do that stuff. Yeah, true. Okay, another one that has been added for 30 years or more. 30 years or more? Well, the Jim Carrey. Ooh. He started in the 80s. I sincerely he's so much loaded. hope that he's not going to kill himself in my lifetime. I don't know, but I've seen photos of him with David Icke. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, he went to a, one of his uh, presentations. It was in California. Yeah. Oh yeah. fuck, Jim Carrey, man. I yeah. love him, but I also. He's he's awesome. <laughs> he's he's great. He's one of the best. He's people, a horrible person, though. But exactly, and and Do also you know what he's. He did? A, yeah, I I I I've been down that rabbit hole. Like with, with the in living color thing, you mean? There was this old TV show he was on with. A lot of people who are famous now to this day, like, I believe the Wayans brothers, you know, Damon Wayans and them, you know? Yeah. Damon and Marlon Wayans, and uh, I think, uh, I don't remember, a bunch of very famous, now famous black comedians, uh, 
It was a show called In Living Color. It was kind of like Saturday Night Live or Mad TV, but <clears throat> mid-80s and also early 90s. Uh, and there was one white guy in it, and that was a very young Jim Carrey. Yeah, I remember Because him. he was so fucking wild and crazy and weird and shit. They're like, we got to get this cracker in here. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and they loved it. And But the thing is, okay, so this isn't anything that's like set in stone, of course, and all this other shit. And it's like, it's not like he fucking killed anybody or anything. But when they were doing In Living Color, none of them were famous. They were up-and-coming comics, stand-ups. Okay? They're all stand-ups. I don't know if you noticed, but none of those motherfuckers do any business together at all whatsoever. You don't see a Wayans and Jim Carrey movie ever. And the reason for that is when they had started doing this show as a comedy troupe and stuff like that, and they got a TV show, they're like, okay, guys, remember, we got to make a pack and everyone agreed on it. It's like, if one, of, if, we get, if one of us gets famous, we all get famous. Like, you get a movie deal or something like that, we're all going to be in that movie, that kind of shit, you know what I mean? Who said that? All of them agreed to this. Oh, like okay. the, the whole group as a pack, like as a comedy group, like you know, like Groundlings or something like that. Like they had, they were Ooh. basically a, a group of improvers and comedians and stuff. And then they get a show. Yeah. That's basically like all the Saturday Night Live stuff is scouted from improv groups in Chicago and New York and shit yeah. like that. But anyway. Um, Which the Saturday Saturday Night Live people they do that actually. When they are in a movie, yeah, a lot absolutely. of them are, are absolutely on like there. Adam Sandler makes sure all of his friends are in every one of his fucking movies. But anyway, Jim Carrey was the first one to break through and get like big Hollywood movies and shit like that, Ace Ventura, that kind of shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not keep with that pack whatsoever, ever in any instance. He actually broke all ties with those people <laughs> and was like, "Fuck it, they're not gonna get famous." Well, some of them end up getting famous. They would see each other at award shows every once in a while, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never talk to each other again. And that's what Jim Carrey did. He just fucking walked away from those people. Well? They plucked the one fucking white guy out of that all-black show and made him famous first. <laughs> sometimes 90s. you have to elbow your way, uh, your way to the top, man. Yeah, but he's definitely lost his fucking mind. True. He's all bearded out and crazy and talking about... shape-shifting lizards he was trying to get on that subject um do you ever watch the um comedians in cars getting coffee with jerry seinfeld no it's amazing you should check it out it's literally jerry seinfeld picks one of his many amazing classic cars drives up to famous comedians actors or barack obama's house (laughs) the, the white house at the time and gets in the car with them and they drive around and do some crazy shit like check out this kick-ass old car they talk a little bit about the car it's usually tied to the guest's memories like he does some research and finds out like his parents old fucking car or the car that he always wanted when he was a kid or something like, he just finds out from his family you know mm-hmm. just, jerry seinfeld's got people you know it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah and surprises them like hey, you're gonna take a ride in this shit you know and like oh my god <laughs> you know it's shit like this um and uh then they go to a local coffee place and then they kind of just do like a casual interview and talk about their career and stuff like that. And a lot of times it's really interesting because this is a lot of just comedians talking shop and how they got famous and what they did and like and how and like the people that they were around and, and how they worked it and stuff like that. You know, it's it's really interesting stuff. It's great listens. He had Jim Carrey on one, okay? I, I suggest you watch this episode at the very least. I believe it's on Netflix. Um, the Jim Carrey episode... He's wacky. He keeps trying to get on this subject of, like, new age stuff. And at one point, he starts getting into, like, I've read a lot of David Icke. And I'll I'll 
say that I've said this before. I'm not like a believer of David Icke or something. I just was fascinated with it. I don't know. Like it's the same reason why like people are into watching videos of uh, people getting hit in the nuts while they're doing skateboarding tricks and shit like that. Just yeah. like endless loops of that shit and laugh at it. Like I'm not necessarily laughing at David Icke or anything. I'm just you know I was very interested in all this stuff. Not necessarily believing any of it whatsoever. It's just interesting. But Jim Carrey believes it full on. I'm convinced. Yeah. Because some of the things he said were direct quotes from David Icke books. And I know this because he uses the same sentences in every book sometimes. Like, because he has this phrase that he likes to use or something. And he'll use it over and over. Mm -hmm. And then you watch Jim Carrey coining that phrase. Like, holy shit, that's David Icke. He's been saying this since, like, 95. (laughs) <laughs> he's just saying that exact phrase like and he's like yeah like like the kind of terms that he kind of coined it didn't really exist before david Icke, and it's the same exact sentence like holy shit like he's getting on some david Icke shit right now and then there's like there's definitely some clever cutting going on in the pot in, in the in the episode you know you can see like there's a point where he's like trying to get onto that and you just see jerry make this look like uh when he's driving <laughs> out the window like Okay, <laughs> and then there's a cut, and the next thing he's like, now we stop at the pancake place and get some coffee <laughs> after an enlightening discussion. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey is wacky. He is very wacky. The only reason why I say he's wacky for getting on with the David Icke stuff is that because if you latch on so hardcore onto any one person who has any kind of theory or, or something or version of the way things are and stuff like that, you should you should reevaluate what you're thinking, you know? Yeah. There is no one person that has any answer for anything, you know? So it's it that's that's why I say that Jim Carrey's probably lost his fucking mind and, and no one's around to check him on it because he's rich and famous and mm-hmm. he's eccentric and wacky and Yeah, at this point, yeah. Yeah. Well he's always been tell you how famous his stand-up was amazing his yeah. old stuff fuck what in the hell was that like, he must be I see the people's exhausting. faces they're yeah but the people's faces after they're done they're just like what the fuck did i just see yeah. like, that's, that's what i'm saying he's a very unique person he's one of those people that is just there's no other yeah like yeah. same with like lemmy or i don't know samuel fox wait dr drew says wait what did i say samuel <laughs> samuel fox <laughs> Is this like um, Yosemite Bear <laughs> and Samuel Fox? <laughs> Yosemite Bear. Okay, no. I mean, <laughs> Robin Williams. Robin Williams is okay. I didn't like his stand-up that much, and he steals a lot of comedy. Yeah? Hell yeah. Most of his jokes are fucking stolen, and when the comedians confront him, he just gives them 20 grand. He's like, just, sorry, man. <laughs> He got called out on it a couple times, and he said, listen, man, I don't know, sometimes I'm going, and I'm writing and doing a lot of things, and like maybe uh, I think I, I wrote the joke, but really it's something I heard, and I didn't know, I just wrote it down, and uh, you know, I didn't realize it. He said, sh- he like straight up admitted it and stuff, and, and that he just pays money whenever it became a problem. Like, this was kind of, re- this was not like something that was revealed after he died, it was just kind of known. Yeah. Um, the problem is that no one ever really does anything about it. That's it. No, they might call oh, you sucks. out on it, but it's yeah, like, and, okay, and other and then... comedians hear about it, and other comedians talk about it, but it doesn't like can't prosecute somebody for stealing your joke. That's the thing. And the majority of the people that like that stuff don't even know about it. Yeah. Because it's on some obscure news. Site. Especially pre-internet, you know. So like, he heard jokes. He heard jokes that somebody was doing in the club. 
What? I'm sorry, I'm just laughing because you filled your glass really to the brim. Oh yeah, the shot glass. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna get it as small as possible. I'm sorry, I gave you a, I... a small glass. All the other. <laughs> You're laughing at me for filling it all the way. I was like, <laughs> it's like a hundred milliliters. <laughs> <laughs> it's an espresso glass. Yeah. Jesus. I'm um, sorry, I gave you a small glass. Yeah, but Robin Williams, joke thief. Okay, sure. Okay. Who else is a fucking asshole, joke thief? Uh, Schumer. Don't make it, get me started on her. She is obnoxious. But she's a joke thief and a premise thief as well. So for her TV show, she stole a lot of ideas from TV shows. Yeah, yeah, TV yeah. Shows. I've, so, I've seen that. Have you seen the video breakdown of that shit? Yeah, I, do, I did on YouTube. Yeah. Like yeah. a twenty-minute video or a something. A couple of them were like, ah, well, that's 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 a premise that like, th- the first one is not even the original. Simpsons did that shit twenty years ago. You know, sometimes <laughs> I'm like that. You know, so it's like, yeah, it's just a hacky premise that both of you guys did. And some of those examples were like that, but others were way too too specific. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Some were like, well, that's straight. Well, that's like really the same. And to her credit, she ne- wasn't necessarily in the writers' room for every single sketch and stuff like that. So, but you know. I just find her comedy obnoxious because, frankly, I just don't like sluts. And she's so super like, oh, and I don't want to slut shame. She's not even slutty. That's just her comedy. Yeah, but that's the thing. I'm I'm not really there for it. And it's just not... Her comedy The thing about comedy, you need to connect to it. and, And almost none of what she talks about I connect to on a personal level. So it's constantly like, ugh. Ooh, I, I don't know if you watched the first season of her show, but it was actually pretty good. No, I have not watched that. Inside Amy Schumer? No. It's good. The first season is nice, then, but it's like a lot of shows where like the second season just becomes mad. It's not a statement against her. It's just like how a lot of these kind of shows go. Mm-hmm. Chappelle's show even went that way. Like By the third season, it was like, uh, it's just yeah. a lot of callbacks and stuff, you know? But um, the first season of her show made me laugh hard, like enough to be like, I want to watch the second and third of this shit. Like, I want to watch the rest of this, you know, like, and then the rest I was just kind of like mad on. But the first season was fucking dope. And it wasn't necessarily about being a slut. It was just about like being a woman. And a lot of it was just like <laughs> interactions with men from a woman's point of view and shit like that. And, and but acted out in sketches and stuff. And, yeah. and, and, and a lot of it just seems like really surrealistic and stuff. And it's like surreal humor. But then, like, my girlfriend would be like, yeah, that's how it actually is. It's not, <laughs> it's not even you. Like, so, like, the first season, it was pretty fucking good, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Okay, I'll watch that, too. Yeah, check it out for sure. Like, give it a chance. Don't not look at it just because she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> also, um... I mean, I don't want to I don't want to disrespect her because I respect that... Which comedian was it? Whatever, but I just don't... Uh, it's not my thing. I think it was... I might be saying the wrong person, but I think it was Ralphie May who was talking about Amy Schumer uh, on the Joey Diaz podcast when he was still alive. It was him, Joey Diaz, and Lee Syatt in the studio on acid. (laughs) They were tripping balls on acid doing a podcast. Now, if you can imagine Ralphie May's fat ass on on acid, it was just so amazing. It's Mm -hmm. it's a video podcast you can watch, so I highly recommend it. It's so great because Lee can't handle his shit and he's freaking out. And Joey Diaz, these two big fat mountain men are just like, call the fuck down, Lee, you're fine. What was that? Did you hear that? Oh, it's just an airplane. I thought it was the immigration outside. <laughs> they were just fucking with his head and shit. But Ralphie started talking about Amy Schumer, and apparently they used to be good friends, okay? And we're coming up around the same time, 
comedy circuits. They're on the same comedy shows and stuff. And when Amy hit the big time, she just stopped talking to him. And a lot of other people. It wasn't just him. It was a lot of other people. She just went... And it was right around the time she started hanging out with that uh, Lena Dunham chick. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's yeah, like her yeah. best friend and stuff. Like, as soon as she got her, she, like, dumped all of her old comedian friends that were helping her. And, and, like, not helping her. Like, she couldn't do it on her own or anything like that. But everyone supports each other and is, like, you know... Yeah. They're all at the same shows together. And, like, you know, Ralphie didn't want anything from her. He was also doing just fucking fine. But she just, like, completely dropped all her old contacts and got this new friend circle zone and just went Hollywood. Yeah. They completely went like you know how Paris Hilton and uh, yeah. and and Nicole Richie would be out on the town all the time and stuff like it became like that. She's like a funhouse mirror version of Paris Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> like when you walk into the fat mirror. <laughs> hey, come on, she's thick. With two C's. She's gross. She I've a... always found her to be gross, and not just because of her like body or anything. I don't know. She's got a gross face. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't it looks find like her a bunny, like a rabbit. Not that she needs my validation or anything. I'm just speaking my opinion. <laughs> On a gross ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, as a woman, yeah. I should uh, defend her because she's I'm just speaking being my herself. truth. I'm speaking my truth about who I'm being, I am. I'm being my best me <laughs> and speaking my truth. The best me I'll ever be every day. I can only day. offer you my honesty. Avocado smoothie all the way. I think that she is a fat cunt, and she <laughs> looks like she smells like Britney Spears perfume and uh, Taco Bell. And taint. Two words. Sweaty folds. I'm just speaking my truth. I'm just speaking my truth. Leather special? I would not want to be in that backstage room after the show. <laughs> The fumes. <laughs> yeah. The fumes. The, the, the sight of the smeared baby powder coated in sweat oh. as she peels that fucking leather shit off of her and like, oh, wow. Oh, oh. Like peeling back the breading on a schnitzel and you see the. And she just like takes oh. Lena Dunham by her like half shaved head and she's like, come here, eat this fucking powdered pussy and. Just, oh, but yeah, that that's what they do. And it's probably also like. <laughs> I don't know if they're shit actually colored. doing that. <laughs> Shit-colored folds. Shit-colored fucking labia. <laughs> Talking heavy shit about a comedian we've never met. <laughs> no, I'm... I, no. You fucked up, though. <laughs> I mean, Amy Schumer could talk about my folds all day, and I would fu- probably masturbate pretty hard about it. So, yeah, I love it. You know. <laughs> Anyways, back to the matter at hand. She steals jokes. <laughs> and again, it doesn't really matter in the end. That's probably why she stopped talking to people too. It's like, oh yeesh. She doesn't want people to ask them like, hey, would you? Why did you take so and so's joke? I saw you do it on the on your show. Fuck them. <laughs> that episode should have been called Inside Jim Jeffries. She is laughing her way now with a mimosa and and canapes on a fucking golden platter or just scooping guacamole in her nostrils. I don't know what she's doing, uh, what she's doing right now. She's probably living her truth. Not dieting. She's living her truth, (laughs) Steve. She's she's living her best life. She's being the best her she can ever be. Yeah. For her. It's everything she's got. Not for you. Not for me. 
It's not for you. It's not for me. <laughs> it's not for me. That's why she's in the public eye all the time and tweeting yeah, to millions of people and getting put in blogs about who cares? Talking shit about her fellow comedians. Oh. Calling out Louis C.K. Ooh. She's one of the people who turned her back on Louis C.K. Yeah, Never did nothing to that girl. Come on, bitch. Try you know, it. now comedians are starting to talk about it and come to his defense and say, I don't fucking care what people say on Twitter anymore. Yeah, now they say that. Where were you fucking a few years ago? Yeah, but they're, st- uh, but, my, um, but they're still facing outrage for saying it. Because they're seeing it happen more, and they're seeing more and more people get attacked by this, and they're starting to say enough is enough. Because his was substantial. It's not like he was just walking down the street and someone blamed him for rape. He actually did some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Okay? He actually did do some fucked up shit. Should he lose his career over it? No. Should he, you know, should he should he apologize? Yeah. Should he maybe go to court over this or something? Some sort of civil thing and settle out of court or something like that and be done with it? Maybe. Should he maybe... <laughs> <laughs> should I keep going with this? Yes. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Have you have any more material? <laughs> no. <laughs> but am I going to keep doing this anyway? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Will I be annoyed while you do it? Possibly. Maybe. <laughs> Will it stop getting funny for a while, but then somehow become funny again after a while? Probably. <laughs> We're in that zone now. I'll come back to it later. Will I forget to respond even if yeah. I'm not sure I know what we're doing or anything? <laughs> Will I introduce a bit that's way too quick for you right now? Most likely. <laughs> yes. But am I proud of myself? Yes. <laughs> am, am I going to keep going with it? Yes, I totally am. <laughs> no. Am I going to be okay with this? Of course eh. you are. It's eating up minutes. Am I... <laughs> No, no. But am I though? Am, you... <laughs> am I gonna talk about what I'm smoking right now? What are you gonna tell me about what you're smoking though? Yes, bitch. What you got? I see two big bags of something, something. Because I went to the coffee shop and I was like, "Fuck yeah." Which? A booty always. This is booty yours. Cost me 50 euros this. It is Mandarin Dream or Kush or something. Mandarin Dream. And SSXG13. I'm not sure. Super Silver probably. Mm-hmm. Super, Super Silver, silver crossed with G13. Okay, yeah. cool. Why did you get so much weed? Or you usually stock? When my boyfriend is at home, I usually don't stock. Because he'll just smoke it all? Yeah, but now uh. I'm home alone, I got my stock. Oh, <laughs> Because right. I was like, I'm not gonna go to the coffee shop for a while now. Yeah. yeah. Or am I? <laughs> am I gonna Or, smoke everything Am I gonna to go to the coffee shop again? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I still got four hours to smoke everything and go to the coffee shop again. I'm and, still rocking many, many jars. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I don't know, still like seven jars. I got enough. I'm going to start growing again soon. It'll be another year. Some autos, some auto flowers, and uh, this stuff's been curing nicely. That's the most recent plant. In a mayonnaise jar. Smell the jar. Yeah, that's that good shit. I like it. It gets me to that place. It does? It does.
got uh, my dad some weed for his birthday. I wasn't en route from where I was coming. I came straight from work to do uh, that. Oh, sorry. You know what I did? I think this is enough of a gesture. I went... And the beer is stupid. I bought it because it says something stupid on the jar. It said Elvis juice on it. I was like, yeah. this looks dumb. I'm getting this for him. It's two, <laughs> I'm wasting two euros and 57 cents on this guy right now. Plus the 10 cents for the bottle. <laughs> drink it. He's probably not going to drink it. <laughs> That's fine. Give it away. Like, you can tell him I said this too. Like, it was literally like I had... I was like, I, I, the thought crossed my mind. I would love to get him some weed, but it was shitty outside. I was fucking cold, and I believe it was slightly raining. I had to, um, I went straight from work to the Albert Hine, picked out a card, went to the desk there, the service desk. I said, can I borrow a pen? They had to go in the back office to get me a pen. <laughs> and I came back out, and I wrote the message and stuff, and then, like, got you the, were standing the there, noise Steve, makers. listen to me. Yeah, exactly, like, writing weird people. Were, I was like covering it so people couldn't see I was writing like a four-year-old <laughs> uh, yeah and I also bought the noisemakers there and a beer I was like I have to get something I don't know I was thinking to get that big tub of candy that I usually get just to put in the op- in, into the restaurant yeah he doesn't like the candy I know he doesn't like the candy but it usually makes your mom go oh god damn it I hate this <laughs> so I don't know it's a reaction I think is funny so I would have left that there but I didn't and then you know it was like from there to your restaurant and then that way to home. I'm not going back with weed. But I have plenty of weed. And I'll bring some to him for sure. Well, they're going on holiday on Monday, so... Oh, yeah? Hmm. On vacation. Is he going to bring weed with him if I give it to him or something? <laughs> Probably not, right? I don't know. He sometimes does. Yeah, but where is he going? Greece? I need to tell you this story. What? One year, I went to uh, Brutal Soul, the festival, with a bunch of my friends, a group, with the plane. So we went to Schiphol Airport, but the same day, at the same time, my parents were there too, to go to Greece. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, it so happened, we went to through security together. So I was right behind my dad. He got through, okay, I got searched for some reason, I don't know why. But okay, everything was fine. And then, he was not even five meters from the security, he turned his back to them and he showed me, he he pulled down his pants and he had just this bag of weed and hash, like, uh, clinked (laughs) together in front of his crush. And he was was smiling like, hey, look at this. And he was just right in front of the fucking security check area and i was like what the fuck dad put that away <laughs> what the fuck wow. are you doing <laughs> <sighs> oh, that was very funny that was the year he rocked his uh his little goatee so are they going to greece yeah okay this is fucking cold right now yeah so that's where you go it's still cold over there though mm-hmm. but not as cold it can get very cold yeah because mm-hmm. at night it 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 cools down very deep because there is no uh, usually no clouds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, where can you go in Europe right now that's like nice and warm? Italy, south of Italy. I know. Let's check it out. I think it will probably be south of Italy, or I mean, even I lived in Barcelona for a while, and that's like pretty southern and. It got cold in, in January and shit. I remember when I left 
I left around January or, or something like that and uh, arrived in Amsterdam. Like it was, I, I had left in just like jeans and an okay jacket and stuff, and I actually had to open up my luggage <coughs> when I arrived in Amsterdam because there was snow everywhere. I had to open up my luggage and find my winter jacket. That sucked dick. Like coming from a place with palm trees and then arriving at Almstel Station. from a bus you know how long it is for a Euroline bus ride from Barcelona to Amsterdam it's long it's like 24 hours maybe a little more yeah it's a long fucking ride with screaming children so what's the current I could have I could have gone to Italy and fucking felt the weather faster than you could tell me what no I've been looking through quite a few um, uh, destinations and in in the southern region of Europe yeah. and it's cold as fuck everywhere it's like it varies from five to ten degrees okay well I would enjoy ten right now because we've been like rocking negative two all week yeah and it's not that cold compared to where I'm from you know there's uh, we had like apparently freezing rain back in Illinois mm-hmm just this week, leaving, like, crazy dangerous icicles on trees and shit. So it's, like, ice rain that forms immediately when it lands on stuff. and like. Oh, Alicante seems pretty nice. What is that? Maximum of 22, but a minimum of 8. Okay. So 8 in the middle of the night and 22 in the warmest part of the day. Cool. In Tunis, it's pretty cold. 9 to 13. Greece, let's check it out. This is super interesting, by the way. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's cool. Why don't you look Greece. up today's celebrity birthdays? Sure, let's do it. I did that when I was alone once, and it got wild applause from the people in my today's head. Today's celebrities' birthdays. Here is information from Cleveland.com. December 17th. Celebrity birthday, 25th of January. Here's a summary from famous people. Famous people born on January 25th. Alicia Keys, 37. Virginia Woolf, 59. Make her stop. Etta James, stop. 73. Oh. You're fucking blowing it. <laughs> You're blowing all the material. What the fuck, man? You're saying all the good ones. Damn it, Google. <laughs> Alicia Keys. So, Alicia Keys, what do you think of her? I don't think anything of her. Oh. That was some shit that I remembered hearing once. And uh, back in the States or a few times, she was on the radio. And I didn't care. And now she does, like, more hip-hop R&B. And now I super don't care. (laughs) And I remember originally seeing her and she's like playing piano and singing and stuff and i'm like oh that's cool her name is alicia keys i wonder if she changed her name if she was legally born alicia keys and she just happens to be good at piano of course she changed her name but uh then i remember like not seeing anything of her for a while but then there was a new alicia keys song and she was no longer modestly dressed she was like in a bikini like all sweaty and she was playing a piano but she was standing 
and posing and rocking her body with and playing the piano with one finger like do 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 like that oh okay that's cool so okay still technically playing the piano i guess but no longer like actually playing chords and doing cool shit and i don't know oh well herman bro did that too yeah yeah well i've never really cared for herman bro either oh i do i love him it's cool Anyways, some other ones that... Oh, this one you might like. Hmm. Khalifa bin Zayed al-Nayan. It's the president of the United Arabic Emirates. Why Why would I care? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's a good... uh, He's 71. Happy birthday. Yeah. (laughs) Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday! So, are there any other dictators' birthdays today? <laughs> uh, most of these people I scroll past, I don't know. So, why don't you just say their names? Because maybe I will know. Corazon Aquino, former president of oh, Philippines, yeah. oh, seventy-six yeah. years old. Nice lady, nice lady. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Okay. Robert Boyle. Robert Boyle, sixty-four. Oh, when he died. Okay, sure. sure. Oh, sure. Because there is like... He was 64 <laughs> 200 bar- years ago. It's a, bar- <laughs> it's a Baroque painting of him. Yeah, so he would I... be 264 no, years he old. No, just, he just liked to make <laughs> paintings of himself. <laughs> Steve Prefontaine. I don't know that person. He's American, long-distance runner. He was 24 when he died. That uh-huh. explains... That, oh. What's with all these bummer fucking birthdays? Yeah. Like, why, why all these extinct people? Dinah Manoff? What a weird name. Manoff. Are you ready for the Manoff? Actress. Anything? American. Yeah, that's all that it Is, says. Isn't she... Isn't that from Greece? Who knows? I don't know that. Jeez. Chill. It just flung. You're scrolling. <laughs> you flung your fucking finger. Don't, don't I just looked touch. at it and it went... Ah! Michael Trevino. 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 I know actor. the name. Face rings a bell. Hwang Yoo-Yum. Ooh, South Korean actress and singer. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she's cute. Koreans are the best. Yeah, they look like dolls. Anyways, Yang Ya Yeun. South Korean South actress. South Korean actress. Happy that, birthday. Look at her, look at her. 39. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> 39 years old. She looks like she's 12. Marcus Samuelson. Chef. An Ethiopian chef and he looks creepy as fuck. Yeah, happy birthday, chef. <laughs> Charles Curtis, former president of the United States, American. This is the most boring fucking bir- celebrity birthday list I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Where did you find this? I don't know, Google. Thanks, Google. Belgian physical chemist Ilya Prigogine. Oh. 86. My boy. My boy. Jay Wyattford. 20. Okay, Aus- this is Australian. You have to look up. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Joseph, this guy looks like George Washington. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is a hundred year old fucking. Why? Painting. Don't you want to know if, if maybe the inventor of the thing you're sitting on was Bert Chair? Pooh Man, 48. Pooh Man? Is that even a person? Sure. American, American rapper, YouTube star, William Mellon. I don't know this person. 
Leonardo's that was version. a princess. What the fuck? Is that 18? Celine Dion's son. Celine Dion's son is, is birthday today. Okay. Michelle McCool. McCool? McCool. Professional, Professional wrestler, wrestler. Model and teacher? American. Wow. Colombian serial Colombian serial killer. Happy birthday to you. Luis, Luis Caravito, um, the Colombian serial killer. Happy. Well, let's a, look up this fellow. Sure. <laughs> uh, it's his birthday. Does it go anywhere? You I probably can. just have to copy his name and Google that. Okay. <laughs> Luis Garafito. Garavito Cubulos, also known as La Bestia or Tribilin, is a Colombian rapist and serial killer. Oh. May I read the Wikipedia? Sure you may. Ah. He is named, his. he's also known as La Bestia, the Beast, or Tribijin, named after the Disney character Goofy, is a Colombian rapist and serial killer. In 1999, he admitted to the rape, torture, and murder of 138 children and teenagers. His what? victims, based on the locations of skeletons listed on maps that Garavito drew in prison, could exceed 300. Garavito continues to confess more uh, murders. He has been described by local media as the world's worst serial killer. The Guinness Book of World Records... Well, not the world's... He's probably the world's best serial killer, but like maybe like the world's like most horrifying serial killer. Not the world's worst. The Guinness Book of World Records lists another Colombian, Pedro Alonso Lopez, known here as the Monster of the Andes, as the largest scale serial killer of modern times. However, in terms of the number of confirmed victims, who the fuck wrote this? Garavito Tom. Sounds like it's like, okay, okay, technically, in the Guinness Book of World Records, uh, the Monster of Andes, Pedro Alonso Lopez, he technically holds the world record. But we got, we got Luis Garavito here. He's really gunning for his record right now. And he's drawing maps and they're finding more bodies. Looks like, looks like he might clinch the win. <laughs> it's, that's what it sounds like. This is, however, in terms of the number of confirmed victims, Garavito tops the list by the, followed by Lopez. Uh, the judicial body rules that all Garavito's sentences total 1,853 years and nine days in jail. They calculated it out. So How many days? His sentence... The judicial body ruled that all of Garavito's sentences total 1,853 years and nine days in jail. Years? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. nine days. 153 years and nine days. It's probably because of some leap year shit. <laughs> uh, this is looking to his early life. We should just start doing serial killer profiles. This is fucking nice. <laughs> um, happy birthday to <laughs> Garavito started working as soon as he left home, traveling a substantial amount to keep up with his with the job demands in Colombia. This is his early life. Although he frequently moved, Garavito had a girlfriend, and her name was Teresa. His girlfriend had a small child, which she recalls him getting along with very well. Garavito was known by his friends to be kind yet easily angered. Oh. Victim type and killing patterns, the very next section. Garavito's victims were clearly identified by their age, gender, and social status. Garavito targeted boys between the ages of 6 to 16 who were either homeless, peasants, or orphaned. He would approach the young boys either on the crowded streets or alone in the countryside and lure them away by bribing them with small gifts such as money, candy, or odd jobs. 
He offered easy work for money and even disguised himself as different characters who could be seen as legitimately offering work to the boy, such as a priest, a farmer, a homeless man, a street vendor, a drug dealer, an elderly man, and a gambler. To prevent suspicions about his activities from developing, Garavito would change his disguise often. Holy shit. Once he had to the trust of the child, Garavito would, would walk the, with the boy until they were uh, tired and vulnerable, which then made them easy to handle. First, their hands were bound. Then, Garavito would remove all of their clothes and proceed to torture, rape, and sometimes decapitate them. Usually, the boy would endure prolonged rape and torture by having his buttocks stabbed and sharpened objects inserted into his anus. His testicles were often severed and placed into his mouth. The bodies of the children were all found completely naked and all bore bite marks and signs of anal penetration. Bottles of lubricant were found near the bodies, along with empty liquor bottles. Most corpses showed signs of prolonged torture. I don't like this anymore. This is... <laughs> I'm nearly crying here. What the fuck? All these poor boys. He sounds like a pretty cool guy. <laughs> he All these costumes. Poor, poor boys. What the <laughs> fuck is this man? Seems pretty adventurous to me. I mean, he's got he's got the costumes. I mean, I I mean, he's pretty outdoorsy. Okay, I give him that. But you can take camping too far, ladies and gentlemen. Don't put child testicles in child's mouth. What the fuck? Okay, okay. So happy birthday to ya. Well, hold on now. No, not more. Well, now, well, that's that's everything. That's the extent of what he did. Beginning in 92, boys between the ages of 6 through 16 began disappearing rapidly from the streets of Colombia. Due to the decades-long civil war, many children in Colombia were poor, homeless, or orphaned. For years, these murders had gone unnoticed because many of the victims had no police report filed on their disappearance. Clusters of the bodies had begun popping up all over Colombia, yet authorities did not take much notice until 97 when mass graves were uncovered. Mm. The large number of missing children called for a widespread investigation, as these killings were not confined to a specific area. I'm, I'm not laughing at the story, I'm just laughing that I've, I called him a cool guy. <laughs> he sounds like a cool guy. He is the In February 98, the outside town of uh, Genova, Colombia, the bodies of two naked children were found lying next to each other on a hill. The next day, only meters away, another ch child's naked body was found. All three bodies had their hands bound and bore signs of sexual abuse. The victims' necks were severely cut, and bruises were on their backs, genitals, legs, and buttocks. No, seriously, I don't want to. I don't want to. The murder weapon was found in the same so as same area as the body. A note that had been found at the crime scene uh, had an address on it, and this information led them to Garavito's girlfriend. She was contacted, but the police said that she had not seen Garavito in months. She did, however, give the police uh, a bag that he had left in her possession, which contained the num a number of his belongings. These items include pictures of young boys, detailed journals of his murders, tally marks of his victims and bills. This new information led them to Garavito's residence, but the property was vacant. Detectives believed that he was either traveling for work or away attempting to find his next victim. He was picked up by the local police just a few days later on an unrelated charge <laughs> of attempted rape against an adolescent boy. Unrelated. It's a totally different rape. It's not, it's not the same. Come on. Let's get our facts straight here. <laughs> <laughs> How is that unrelated? How is that unrelated? I'm sorry, but I thought it was gonna be like you know a traffic stop or jaywalking, yeah, you know, like yelling at a fast food employee and causing a ruckus at McDonald's or something. A homeless man had been close enough, long enough, uh, close enough to observe the struggle between Garavito and the child, and felt it necessary to rescue the adolescent. He was arrested, and unbeknownst to them, the police had in their custody the man who was the most wanted killer in Colombia. 
So the people that arrested him had no idea that they had the guy. Wow. But they got him. He was, but seven years he went on, from 90, 92 to 99, on separate charges of attempted rape. Uh, he only went to prison for nine years? He was, well, let's see. No, no, no. That's how long he was active killing people. Oh, fuck. He was arrested in 99, April 22nd. He was, char- he was questioned about the local killings and his attempted rape charges. Police speculated that he had planned on killing the young boy if the bystander had not interceded. After a short interrogation, the detectives suspected Garavito of being la bestia, although Garavito had insisted on his innocence. He, the detailed description of his killings brought uh, Garavito to tears. For Colombia's Justice Department, his confession was not enough. He had an eye condition which was rare and only found in men of a particular age group. His glasses were specifically designed for his unique condition. These particular glasses were also found at the site of a mass grave. Uh, he also left behind empty liquor bottles, his underwear, and occasionally his shoes. DNA was found on the victims along with other items left behind. Police, maybe he was the worst serial killer. Uh, police scheduled the entire jail, uh, where he was being detained to get an eye exam. The outcome of this exam would help police pair the glasses to Garavito by making it mandatory for all prisoners. It reduced his, uh, Garavito's suspicion and kept him from lying about his eyesight. Uh, while he was out of his cell, detectives took DNA samples from his pillow and living area. The DNA found on the victims was a match. He confessed to, conf- to murdering 140 children and was charged with killing 172 altogether throughout Colombia. He was found guilty on 138 of the 172. The others are ongoing. He was sentenced to 1,853 years and nine days in prison, the lengthiest sentence in Colombian history. However, Colombian law limits imprisonment to 40 years. And because he helped police find the victim's body, his sentence was further reduced to 22 years. What the fuck? So, let's see. In 99... Two years he's got left. What the fuck? <laughs> he's got Is he two still years. alive? Is he still alive? He's serving as... It... We'll see. <laughs> this is the last paragraph. He's serving a sentence in the Colombian prison, the exact location of which is unavailable to the public. Worried about his safety and well-being, Garavito has made an arrangement with the police. His uh, safety and Yeah, well-being? I know, right? But this happens all the fucking yeah. time. All well, the time. It's good if they get murdered. Fuck them. Yeah, but it's but the whole thing is like, so the point is to stop all murdering, you know? Use the justice system. But there's something seriously wrong here. Uh, his cooperation and his continued good behavior have ensured his safety within the prison walls. He's held separately from all other prisoners because it's feared that he would be killed immediately. He is paranoid of being poisoned, therefore he only accepts drinks given directly to him by individuals whom he trusts. His guards are on very good terms with Garavito because he is relaxed, positive, and respectful towards him. He is considered to be a well-behaved Yeah, well, because they're well not small inmate. boys. Yeah, well-behaved inmate with a positive attitude. He is scheduled to be released in 2021. What the fuck? Colombian law, however, says that those who have committed crimes against children do not receive any benefit with justice and are required to spend at least 60 years of their sentence in prison. The number of years Garavito will spend in jail could be high as 80. Oh. But they probably have to fucking take him to court over that or something. You know what I mean? So it's not just like that. Uh, A lot of Colombians criticize the possibility of his early release. In recent years, Colombians have increasingly felt that his sentence was not sufficient. Some argue he deserves either life in prison or the death penalty, none of which exist in Colombia. 
they have their law has no they have no law they've never had to handle something like this before they have no law so so then it's that's part of the problem mm -hmm. so basically so what you can do is like you can kill one person and go to jail for a long time or you can kill like 500 people ah you do like 20 years but dude you kill a lot of people you know <laughs> you get a lot done uh, was seen as a deficiency in the law caused by a failure to address the possibility of a serial killer in Colombian society the law has since increased the maximum penalty for such crimes to six years in prison okay but he could prior uh, but okay there's this TV journalist uh, Guillermo Prieto La Rota popularly known as Piri Piri like Kiri Kiri but with a P P-I-R-R-Y uh, interviewed Garavito for a show which aired in 2006. He mentioned that during the interview, Garavito tried to minimize his actions and expressed intent to start a political career in order to help abuse children. Piri also described Garavito's conditions in prison and comment commented that due to good behavior, he could probably apply for early release within three years. But that was s in 2006. So maybe he's... So he tried to apply for early release, like in 2009 and obviously it didn't happen but or did it no no he's not out that this is a mention uh, interview in 2009 or 2006 uh, uh list of serial killers by number of victims scoreboard <laughs> uh serial killers with the highest known victim count Oh, I hate those. Luis Garavito is number one. Pedro Lopez, number two. Mikhail Popkov, 92 to 2010, from Russia. Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador, alleged. Daniel Carnego, Camargo Barbosa, from 74 to 86. Barbosa, that's a cool Killed name. Killed 72 people. Pedro Arguilla, well, it's a lot of South America. They're the number ones, and then one Russian up there. China? China. <laughs> 2000 to 2003, Yang Xinhai killed 67 people. Yeah, let's let's learn about Yang. Uh, I was just hoping there's a picture. Okay. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Okay, other. Uh... I thought she didn't like this. I did. <laughs> like, they get brought to justice. <laughs> it's okay. You can sleep at night. Oh, it was really. No, it would have been really boring. funny if it's like, oh, you know what I should have been saying was like, oh wow, number one, two, three, four, and five are all Tunisia. <laughs> they still haven't caught them. <laughs> all white tourists. <laughs> <laughs> With red hair. Yeah, blonde. all ginger white tourists. You know. Yeah. Wow. Serial killers, man. That's some crazy shit. <laughs> Even Chandler, dentist, American, is, is his birthday today. That is the worst. This is just like some random fucking people's birthday mixed in with some history textbook shit. Like, what is this? There's not a single actual famous person in there. Okay. You have to type it, type it in. Don't talk it in there. What type, type? Celebrity birthdays today. And then hit go. And then don't go to cleveland.com that has like, I don't know what the... What, was that like sponsored by the city of Cleveland? I don't know. Leave me alone. No. Ben.
fandango.com. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> you suck Talk at in the meantime. You suck at this. I do. Uh, fuck. Well, you see, the birthdays thing was my fucking go-to talk about thing. Jeez. Leave me alive. You were the worst millennial. Um, fuck. Alicia Keys. Yeah, Alicia, Alicia Keys. <laughs> I mean, there was may- maybe there's just not a lot of cool people having a birthday today. Felicio Keister. Laura Johnston. Who the fuck is Laura Johnston? Is like a real estate agent in fucking Batavia, <laughs> Illinois. Callum <laughs> mm. Hood. Who? <laughs> Bassist. <laughs> oh fuck. Wait, that was the list right there. That top thing right there. That's it. Those are famous That's it? people. Okay. Let's take a look. Let's Wait. take a look. Is it the same thing? Maybe. Laura Johnston. <laughs> Who the fuck is Laura Johnston? Xavi. Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis, because she's cool. Happy birthday, Jennifer Lewis. Oh, it's not to say happy birthday to these people. Jeez, leave me alone. They're going to message you like, thank you. <laughs> Charlamagne. Stephen Dang. They are Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, didn't realize it. Fuck. This is. That's horrible. Okay, nobody famous was born today. This is the worst day to do that. Tomorrow, however, is Ellen DeGeneres' birthday. Ellen DeGeneres' birthday tomorrow. Alright, cool. And Sasha Banks and Bob Wacker. Bob Wacker. It is. Uh, it's not. Uh, okay, EMDB. Maybe that's a good. Website to do this. Yeah, that, that's probably we are, more. We are spiraling down as we speak. We. We. I am spiraling. <laughs> you have the worst internet search skills. Fuck off. Ever. Jennifer Lewis. Talk about her. Do you know she, her? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I know her from one RuPaul's Drag Race episode that she was very cool. Oh. I don't know about her stuff. You and your drag races. Yeah. Yeah, I love it still. I went to a drag race once. A drag race? With cars? Yeah, with the really long cars, the huge back tires and the tiny front wheels. Yeah. And and they just go down a straight track for like a quarter mile in like three seconds. Okay. Sounds very boring. Yeah. It sounds very boring to watch that. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about all drag races. <laughs> Exactly. You can't say that RuPaul's Drag Race is boring. It's that is fucking boring. <coughs> I think you just have to be a girl or pretty gay to like that. You don't see some straight single guy who's like, I'm going to RuPaul's Drag Race event at the Melkbeck this weekend. It's going to be pretty great. <laughs> Do you know Mira, Mia Kirchner? Nope. Okay. It's her birthday today. Oh, this is a nice game. Because then if you're actually hitting a list of real celebrities, it'll be fun to see how many of them I have no idea who the fuck they are. I've been so out of date with movies for my whole life, because I just don't care. I like series, but TV shows... Like, and it's funny, because like, I don't watch movies, but if like a celebrity comes on a TV show, I'm like, ooh, that's Brad Pitt's voice in Family Guy. But I don't give a fuck about Brad Pitt. Why do I care that his voice is on a cartoon now? I don't know. 
Do you know Kristen Lacken? No. Lakin? No. 39? Neither. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know Alicia Keys? <laughs> That's the only one, isn't it? Playing really... the piano? Yeah. <laughs> no. One. Is she falling in and out of love? With you. With a you? With a you. <laughs> With a you. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the uh. lyrics. I never. More Love someone. Country singer Claude Gray is 86. Who? Actress Leigh Taylor Young is 73. Oh. Country musician Mike Birch River Road is 52. <laughs> Mike Rhythm Birch. and blues singer His name singer sounds Kina. like an address. <laughs> River Birch River Road. <laughs> yeah, you go left at the river Birch road river and road. You, you hit the birch. Birch River Road, Bangor, Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Musician Matt Otmark, Jars of Clay is wow, 44. Wow, Jars of Clay. Jars of the classic. Classic fucking music. Not Actor really. Michael Trevino is 33. Yeah, we saw that in the other list. I still don't know who the hell he is. Callum Hood. Yeah. Two, five seconds to summer is 22. I already five hate it. Five seconds to summer? I what already hate it. I don't even know what that is, but I hate How that. How is it 30 know. seconds to Mars, but still only five seconds to summer? <laughs> I mean, this Someone's is... lying about their speed capabilities. Actress Olivia Edwards is 11 years old. Well, congratulations, little girl. What are you listening to our podcast for? This is not for you. <laughs> Other other popular or historical birthdays. Why aren't they just in one? Okay. Robert Burns. Oh, we already saw that one. Bob Burns. Old Bobby B. Virginia Woolf. Do you know? Vir- Virginia Woolf. Have you have you read about that stuff? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Wasn't she, like, madly crazy? I don't know. A writer or something? I don't know. Nothing about Maybe I'm mixing her, her up with Dean Koontz. Dean Koontz? <laughs> I don't know that guy either, but I love his name. Dean Koontz. (laughs) He writes in a similar thread as, like, uh, Stephen King. He's like the poor man Stephen King, maybe. I don't know. Dean Koontz. (laughs) Dean Koontz. K-O-O-N-T-Z. Yeah, I love it. Look at these Koontz. Oh, man. So Pooh Man is his birthday too today. Yeah, Pooh Man. And he has uh, a couple of his <laughs> songs. Like we're making this a couple up. of his songs are named Razia, <laughs> Sex, Money, and Murder, oh. and Life of a Criminal. Oh, Sex, Money, and Murder! I know that one. Yeah. It's like Sex, Money, Murder, Sex, Funky Money, as Murder, I wanna Sex, be. Money, Murder, Sex, Money, Murder, 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 Sex, Money, Sex, Sex, Money, Money, Murder, Sex. I know that one. So yeah, birthday. Today. Happy birthday to you. Like for me, that, that's, no, you know the best the best Sorry. birthday song is. No. We should play the best birthday song ever. Yeah. Oh. Yvel. Nay. Oh, nay. Uh, I fucking hate you with your ads. Are you putting on burning poo poo or not? No.
just enjoy this. Look at that gangster baby with a gun and a... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's this bald black guy with. <laughs> Just wait. On the plane. He's got a rap and everything. dollars on my shirt with a safety pin how is that something to <laughs> brag about to be honest i don't know how that's a thing like but it sounds like flag as hell i don't know <laughs> it's my candle blowing birthday here it comes A bunch cake, completely bald. <laughs> you can't swag, you can't have no birthday cake. Birthday. <laughs> this is, for me, the, the birthday song. I listen to this on my birthday. I play it on my girlfriend's birthday. It gets stuck in our heads from time to time. This is the shit. Hey. <laughs> He's the best. He's so stationary. Yeah, he has that stare. <laughs> He's completely autistic. Probably. Probably. <laughs> this is black burning cuckoo, dude. The sun. <laughs> I bought up all of the cake. I blew up all of the candles. <laughs> oh, he's falling down again. He was going up, but he's falling yeah. down. <laughs> he's like flashing white. <laughs> Why is he? <laughs> So happy birthday to the number one serial killer of the, of, of the world, whose name I already forget, which is cool. Something with a G. <laughs> if you don't sing, you don't get no birthday cake, though. Do you think he had birthday cake today? I bet you he did. Maybe not birthday cake, but birthday cake for show. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, is, is he playing fucking Saxophone, sax? Yeah. Super false. One, he has one wing. That might be a Final Fantasy VII reference, honestly. No. Oh. 
He's really not good at playing No, Mexico. but is anything, like, the beat is kind of cool. All of this cheesy and weird and... <laughs> Birthday party is inside. <laughs> Pull your the pants whole thing off. Is, he has a lot of these videos. He has a ton of these. Uh, and, and they're all just shit like this. Like, I'm the best. I'm the best. <laughs> I'm the best. I think he's called MC. I'm the MC Focho. <laughs> Um, uh, you know that show, Community? Yes. Yeah. There was like, eh. Yeah. You know the black guy on it? Uh. Troy. His name is Daniel. His real name is Donald. Donald? Don, Don, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Right? Yeah. Isn't that his name? Did you see the music video that he put out last year? No. This is America? No. Oh, well, you just, this is the thing, this is it here. We should... Here's a great segment for you because there's a lot of stuff that I know that happened in social media that you don't know. Mm-hmm. But he put out. He also does like emceeing and rapping and shit for years. Yeah, look, look, look at this video. This is some crazy shit, and it's also like you won't even believe it's him. But full screen that shit. This is very important. Jeez, bossy, bossy. No, you got to see what happens in the video though. The comments are not important. Oh, is this already happening? Yeah. Oh, I thought this was an ad. <laughs> You better... Yeah, here we go. Yeah. This? It's him. (laughs) But wait till you see this video, though. This is... Oh, your dad's calling, okay. Alright, well, I think that's a pretty good stopping point. (laughs) Yes, we have watched uh, some videos. Have you ever... Steve, let me me ask you this, though. Have you ever had dreams where you just (laughs) want him to to do do so much? much. So you could do anything? (laughs) So much. (laughs) You want to look at that one again? (laughs) No. Okay, well, (laughs) alright. But I want to ask you, you, have you ever had (coughs) dreams? No. You know, I haven't had a like a real dream that I ever remembered in a long ass time. Because you smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, yeah. That's probably it. Me too. But there was a long period of time when I stopped smoking weed and they came back like crazy, but then they went away again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then they were just gone again. Like I had a few crazy dreams, then it was just gone. Hmm. It didn't really come back, and I stopped for like six months or something, and yeah. I dream every night, but I only remember segments of the dream. I know I still dream. I just don't remember them. Yeah. Like you, you have to dream. Like if if you're not, then you've like gone brain dead. You're not just just. It's not just like a fucking flat signal at all. It's like when you're sleeping, there's there's activity going on. So I know I'm dreaming. It's just I don't remember it. I don't recall it. But I've had so many weird dreams when I was younger that I recall. Like it was like one of those. You know, everyone knows this feeling. Like when you're about to when you wake up and you have the dream and it just kind of escapes you. What happened? You forget it. And you're like, what the fuck was that? And you're, like, mm-hmm. struggling to think of what it was. And the more you think about it, the more it's gone. And the more details you lose. 
it's weird. Um, and, uh, well, I've had some dreams that were like that, and it was just like, God, if I could just have one more hint, I could remember it, you know? It's like that kind of thing. Well, I've had dreams where, like, yeah, something would happen, I would forget it, and then years later, I would be at some place, and I would have a deja vu and realize I'm sitting in the exact spot that I was in when I was having that dream. I've had that multiple times, and that was before ever smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like me just being high, but I've recalled dreams that way by being in the place where I was dreaming. Like, I just had, like, a dream 10 years beforehand of me sitting in some party in Amsterdam. Yeah, 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 I've had that too. Yeah, that's fucking It's fucking bizarre. weird. It's very weird. And I wasn't on any drugs or anything like that. Like, I might have been smoking a little weed, but I wasn't on, like, some, some like psychedelics or MDMA or some shit like that. I, no, it's just some like random that. moment when everything falls together, you know? Yeah, like it just a... clicks and you look around the room and you gasp, like, <gasps> I've like, been here before. <clears throat> this, whoa, I dreamt that. Yeah, that's really, really crazy. Like, whoa. I have it all the time. Like, one time I was sitting on a horseback and I saw my sister in front and then there was a dog that came in f- out from the woods and I just remembered of, uh, a dream of that exact moment. I was sitting on horseback, my sister too. A dog comes up from the woods and greets us and is happy. I have dreamt that like 15 years ago as a kid. And I remember waking up super happy you know like oh i dreamt about horses and fucking 15 years later i am on horseback with my sister in front in the woods in greece this was the last uh, uh, august and it, and all of a sudden there came this stray dog from the woods yeah. and it was like oh he was pretty fucking cute yeah and it's so it's such a weird moment they're like what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> i already had this before yeah dude that realization like, Man. have I been here before? It's the real question. Is this just some loop you're on? Is this on? this dog's dream? The dog's dream. <laughs> All of this is this dog's dream. <laughs> We're facilitating the dog's dream. Yeah. Which dog? A very elaborate dream of some stray dog in Greece. <laughs> Why aren't we in Greece? When I'm it dies, we off. die, just so you know. Thankfully, time is a completely perceived thing. <laughs> Only, so... It's only got a few years to live, but for us, that's several generations and stuff, you know, millions of years. Strange. What a concept. I think we just figured it out right at the end of this podcast. We don't need to do any more after this even. I think we just quit. We quit. We've... <laughs> we quit. <laughs> no, of course we don't quit. We'll never quit because Me? this is successful comedy podcast and Me? we weren't Quit talking? <laughs> of course not. Come on. Will I possibly get some dinner now? Maybe. Will we ever stop this podcast? Yeah. Are we going to stop it now? Uh, possibly. Do you want some tiro salata to take home up with you? Do I want some tiro salata to take upstairs? Yeah. Do I have some? Do you have some tiro salata for me to take upstairs? You better. No. No. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, and I'm about I to pause got, this recording. I also got some uh, some uh, seats for your. I got some seat for your fucking girlfriend, dog. <laughs> no. <I'm> <laughs> All got, right, in, high five. <laughs> in these nuts. No, I got uh, courgette seats for your girlfriend. Okay. Yes, I found them. Much obliged. In the restaurant, they were lying there for ye- months. I'm not sure if they're... Years? Years, <laughs> decades, <laughs> century old. These are seeds of the first eggplant. <laughs> courgette. Oh, courgette. Oh, zucchini. the first zucchini. Courgette, zucchini, squash, I don't know. 
squash blossom. I love the flowers of the courgette. I fucking love them. In Greece, you get them with uh, it's like a dolma, but then with the with the flower and whoo, it's so good. How about that, that that dolma cigarette roller thing? What was really bizarre is that was fed to me from that Wish.com ad that's always on the Facebook app and yeah. stuff. So like it was just fed to me randomly. Like, hey, you're like a Dolma destroyer. <laughs> I just looked at it. I was like, I've seen how those are made. There's no way that this piece of plastic will work. There's no fucking way. <laughs> just looking at it right now because definitely that's just going to completely fall apart. <laughs> it's going to rip every leaf. Yep. It's just pretty fragile. Making Dolmas is uh, pretty hard work. It's hard work when you're making a ton of them, but, like, you're never not making a ton of them if you're going to make them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't just, like, make two for lunch or something like that. Like, <laughs> uh, I got some grape leaves that have been soaked in uh, vinegar and olive juice. And <laughs> olive juice. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking puke and octopus ink. And then what we're going to do is we're going to fucking... Like, some Greek food is delicious and some shit is just, like, I will never let that pass my lips. Like, Dude, I was watching this documentary about Greek food and there was this host in the mountains with two old Greek guys. Yeah. And they were uh, marinating the lamb by drinking wine around it and spitting the wine out over the lamb. And then they roasted the lamb. Why are you yawning every time I talk? It's very discouraging. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every Look, time I've been I've been up since like six o'clock this morning. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. But still and, and and the shit you're talking about just is not helping. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but now you bring it up. Fart, spitting out wine over lamb is not cutting it for you, okay. No, I'm just kidding, no, but that's fucking disgusting. But I'm talking about more like like octopus face and like weird dishes you guys have. Oct- like the, okay, the head of the octopus is not as tasty as the the legs though of the arms they are they are the best but you, I'm you can eat the head I'm not even so too. into that you have like, to clean it well though I like calamari that yeah. kind of stuff that's okay right. but it doesn't really taste like octopus or any kind of it doesn't even really taste fishy it tastes like an onion ring yeah you know what I mean they they don't really taste like fish or anything you know like or maybe I've just never had real ultra fresh ones or something like that most you likely that might be it but those like that I can handle but only because it's not so fishy like I if if octopus smells anything like it or if it tastes anything like it smells when you guys are cooking it I don't want to eat it it's like and the only reason is it's it smells familiar it smells very fishy yeah but it smells extremely rank fishy yeah and I can understand why you guys boil it in water because it definitely just pulls a lot of that fishiness out of it because it probably without that it's just super fucking fishy like what the octopus? octopus meat yeah well no you have to boil it you can just well you can grill it raw or something or you can bake it you well can that's what i'm saying but stew. then it's going to be a much stronger flavor if you if you just barbecue it straight a leg on there and oh eat that's that. delicious like, though Ooh. yeah yeah i have it all the time in greece yeah i can't so. i can't get up with it. and also like octo an octopus octopi octopodi octopodi <laughs> uh these things are like really intelligent creatures yeah, they are. And that's that's a, that's like another thing that makes me a little iffy on it. And I'm not by any means an animal rights activist for things you should or should not eat. Of course, I'm not someone who's like, hey, let's get you. You want to go down to Chinatown and see if we can score some monkey? <laughs> I'm not like that. But like, I know that like octopus is an intelligent creature, and I can't really bring myself to eat something that's like 
smart enough to use tools and shit like that, you know? Like I see. I don't know, but but for me it's more much more about the taste, but then I, but then but then that on top of it is like just even further of a deal breaker for me, yeah. you know? If it if it if it was like if it was like some sort of adorable like cow that can also pick locks and stuff like that, but it tastes delicious, I would probably eat it. I just I'm just not super adventurous with seafood. I like fish, but shellfish and all that other stuff, I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay, I see. Yeah, so that's why it'll like I would like to have a lot of like just meat if I go to Greece. I'd be going for more shit like that, lamb and shit like that. I'll, I'll eat the fuck out of some lambs. I'll eat like two baby lambs while I'm in Greece. Over the course of time being there, I'm you sure will go to Greece with me. You guys will to Not, go yeah, to yes, Greece with me. Yeah, yes, let's please let's do that. Like because I want, I really need a vacation, hardcore. I need a vacation so fucking hard. I'm feeling it every day at work. Like I'm gonna quit this fucking job. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit. Like a volcano pop. <laughs> you know. Sometimes no, I just I I know that like I need, I need like two three weeks somewhere exotic. You know, like I need a a span you know mm-hmm. i need to like be on a vacation for so long that i forget about this you know not like just a week i want yeah. like completely yeah like a month would be great but i would say three weeks minimum you know well come to tunis you'll see me in a burqa yeah that's that's a little different because then i gotta be like on my toes you know <laughs> oh yeah i have to be aloof because you're american yeah well, you're not really wanted anywhere in the world, to be honest. Yeah, well, it's no, it has nothing to do with the people. American. It's not the people. People aren't going after the people. People just hate our fucking president. It was the same with George Bush. When George Bush was declaring war on shit, no one was like, oh, fuck all Americans. They were like, fuck George Bush. And the American people were also like saying, fuck George Bush. And the American people were also saying, fuck Trump. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, not, it's not us, you know? There's stupid people there, and there's assholes there, but they're also here. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm defending it. America sucks dick. Yeah. Like, why? Why? If living you in that like place it so is much. Fucking head, why don't you marry it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna legally marry America. Yeah. Propose to America. America. <laughs> no. It will say no. <laughs> like, you're really nice, but... <laughs> I really want to focus on my career. <laughs> I have a boyfriend, Russia. And I really, really want to focus on like just being me and feeling my truth. <clears throat> I want to focus on myself, you know. And I have to ask myself, like, do I want to get married? I don't know. Will I someday? Probably. Will it be you? No. Will it be? I don't know. Something more exotic, maybe. I don't know. I gotta live my truth. What's am your I, bank account? Let me see for myself. Am I living my truth? I don't know. Yes. Is this podcast over? Is this podcast over? Yes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for bearing with us. See you next week.
Yeah. <laughs>